Big D from Richmond, Kentucky, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Bert from Seattle, Washington, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Chris from Tampa, Florida, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, I'm Ace from Orange County, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. How are you guys doing? And I am Lunatic Radio. Studio in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am LunaticRadio.com. Correspondent is she Dunsville? I always feel like we have to defend ourselves when we have guests in. Do you have a Valentine? Do I have a Valentine? I have Rock, and I'm gonna jizz in his face. Oh God, I've seen these guys pound each other in the ass in every break. It keeps us motivated. Yeah, it humbles us. I'm full scumbag. Yeah, you're full scumbag, but you associate with a scumbag, which makes you at least partial scumbag. Son of a bitch. Rock, you have a question for uh, Brittany? Not really. You guys are the butthole surfers. <laughs> I love Rocket. He's such a fucking asshole. This is Lunatic Radio. What up? Welcome to the LunaticRadio.com show. I'm Kieran. That's Rock over there. Hi. Yeah. Broadcasting live from New York. Emails to the show at LunaticRadio.com. Drunk or hotline 206-202-206-202-LUNAS-206-202-5666. Wow. Whatever. It's the first time ever doing it, huh? You know what? I'm going to stop plugging that thing because no one ever calls it other than you and Simon. Honestly, Kieran, why don't you just stop? Period. Yeah. Just stop it, right? <laughs> just stop. I just record that and just put it in a break somewhere and, and stop plugging it live on the air. I just want to stop everything. All right. Life in general? <laughs> just grab a gun. End it. Oh, I had a gun sound effect there. Go away, Peyton! <laughs> That's the wrong one. All right. Whatever. By the way, live number to call into the radio show six four six two three three four zero four five. That's six four six two three three four zero four five. Go ahead and do that. I believe there's some people out in Oklahoma didn't have a good day today, but uh, I don't even know anything about that story, so I'm not going to say anything at the top of the show because I believe a lot of people uh, may, might have lost their lives. There was a uh, uh, yeah, is something wrong going on. There's something wrong going. I'm just going to pop that down. I think my computer's freezing. Why? What do you mean? Mm, something something was going on with the computer. Ugh. Problems. The com- my computer just froze, and it's just playing a loop of crap. Are you serious? It just froze. It stopped playing the uh. Allison Chains intro. By the way, everybody, welcome to the show. Joining us in the studio for the entire show is uh, my cousin, who plays in the band We Are Augustines. You're not really my cousin, though, right, Rock? Eric? <laughs> Uh, no, not technically not, but no, you know, we're not blood. We're not blood related. We're not worried about details, though. But uh, I know him better than my real cousins. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know my real cousins at all. Do you have cousins? I do. Isn't that weird? That is kind of odd. Yeah, they're apparently really nice people. I just, I, I think I met him once when I was like two, mm. and um, there's been the occasional correspondence via my mother. Yeah, but not never through me. All right, good. So you're as close as I got. All right. So I'm uh, stuck with you. Rock, my computer's 
busted again. Aww. And, Why'd uh, you put all that advertising money we've been getting in? We get a new laptop. Oh, that's right. We don't have any. No Netflix money coming in? Well, no, because you can't exactly drop the C-bomb and the F-bomb all over the place. So Netflix has fired us? Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess, essentially. Did they ever hire Did you? Did they really? Was that a meeting I was not a part of again? Well, no. It's just like you can't exactly air the show so that we could generate any revenue until you start behaving. What? The network's getting money. I love it. The network. Right? The network. No. Oh, Andrew's getting money somehow, right? Not with that. Having some... Sh- what? He doesn't drop F-bombs? I was just listening to him on the uh, GFQ Radio Network with uh, comedian Kanal Aurora. Sure. And they were talking about blowjobs. Right. Okay. Do you want to... You but really- apparently when I do it, it's it's Okay. Offensive. Here's the explanation. It was a one-time show. Yeah. He doesn't run any ads on it. Any ads he runs on are completely clean. Now, he didn't ask us to be completely clean, but semi-clean, and in order so he could run ads and run replays and mm. generate revenue. All right. Kieran's, Kieran has been doing this a long time, Eric, mm. and he still doesn't grasp, grasp the concept of advertising and playing by no, rules. I know. I, I grasp... He's hearing how it's Darren McCann, and he just wants to, you know, say f bomb, f bomb, f bomb, c bomb, c bomb, and and have the money just roll in. You say you say that like I'm joing every time I. Uh, oh, look at you! Oh, look at you! Yeah, oh, myself up right there. Uh, every time I say the word the f bomb or the c bomb or some sort of curse word, like it doesn't give me jollies. It's just the way I talk. It sounds, like I haven't cursed yet, right, Eric? No, I see? think I think you have. It, it's not, <laughs> It sounds to me like these are the classic issues that any artist of course. combats with. Of it's, course. See, he calls me an artist. See, two artists together, it just right? Hap- it just happens to be that yeah, his... Yeah, Vincent Van Blow. <laughs> it <laughs> happens to be me. that his platform and his, his paint palette is full of vulgarity and right. other such obscenities. See, Eric plays in a band in front of thousands of people. Sure. I talk in a microphone with you. Tens of thousands. Let's not, let's not, let's not uh, show yeah. them, you know? Tens of thousands. Yeah. Could be millions. We, we don't, the chapel song on YouTube, that video... Over one million hits, right? right? Something like that? Yeah. See? We got a, uh, you know, I don't know. How <laughs> what, that, what do we need Was to that do? excited enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> He's correct. about right. That that's is correct. hat to him, yeah, you know? Exactly. It's yeah. another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatevs. We make a video and no one even watches it. I watch it like 60 times. That's the only hits it gets. <sighs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was exciting when yeah. it happened. Um, and then, you know. Then it was a million and one, and you're like, okay, it's not as exciting anymore. Yeah. And why is a million more exciting than 999? You got bored you know? once it hit the million one mark? <laughs> <laughs> I was over it. This is the internet generation. Well, it's, you know what? To be honest with you, it's been a long time coming to having like, you on the show, I guess. I, you know, I was always imagining it, like having the whole band here and playing some acoustic thing, but I, I guess that's not working out. But you know, having you on is, is good because you guys are all separated. You're, you're, you're off traveling or doing whatever, whatever you guys are doing. Yeah. You guys are very busy. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to have you down here because over the years I've been, you know, talking about you guys and playing the music on the radio program here. And yeah. uh, it's nice to have you actually here. Yeah. It's great to be here. Yeah. I, I mean, I, the same as you. Like, I, I've been, I've listened to a couple of your shows mm. over the years, and obviously we've talked about it a lot. And pretty <laughs> much every time we get together, hell. that's all we ever talk about. But, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, it's cool, man. And we're just, you know, don't worry about saying anything you. You know, impress your dad by saying a couple curse words if he's listening right now. Oh, like my no, father? No, maybe this will be the show we could actually run, so, you know. Oh. This is going to be the PC show. Yeah, let's uh, try. Let's, you got to right. keep it clean for me. But in all honesty, no, uh, Kieran, out of any guest or whatever, he talks about you 
the most by yeah. far, it's hands a, down. It's an obsession. Oh, very yeah, he's obsessed with you because he's, he's like he's oh, got man, a man crush. I'm on so me. close to someone who's like a rock star. It's not a man crush. It's just like it's he, called coattails. That's what it is. Yeah. And he's trying to ride. Him. <laughs> Can I be a roadie or something? Come on. <laughs> just throw me in there. Come on, bring it on. I'll carry an amp or two. <laughs> Hey, that's not. That's. Not. I might do it drunk, but I'll do it yeah. <laughs> until you break your arm. Yeah. And <laughs> Workman's cops, let's go. No, he's uh, very supportive. Yeah, he's no, very. No, it's no, great. I appreciate I mean, you guys it. do great twos. I mean, I, we were just saying off air. Like I remember when we uh, hung out when you. Well, at the time it was Pela, and I mean, yeah. great tunes, and we are Augustine's fantastic music. I mean, it's a, it's a great. It's not like he's just doing it because you know you guys are just like a wacky band, and he's like, oh, you know. But we were talking. There, about, no, you actually good solid tunes. Good solid tunes. We, we were talking Thank about you. on the way here. About like, uh, you know, like the average kid when he's growing up, there's like the group of, you know, buddies hanging out in high school or whatever it is, right? And one of them, uh, inevitably, one of them's like, you know, into music and he's playing, you know, he's like, I'm going to be a rock star when I grow up and this mm-hmm. and that. Well, Eric was like that when I was growing up, you know, he was like, ah, he's, he's playing the bass and he's like showing off. He could play like, uh, uh, what was it, like, uh, Leonard Skinner, he could play on the guitar sure, and sure. stuff, you know, <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. He's playing. I'm like, hey, he's really great, you know? It's like showing off to my buddies in, in high school, and he just, it just so happens he, he turned into a rock star. It's kind of odd. Were you just carrying around a microphone and saying, look at my balls, yeah. look at my balls? That's how it all got started. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed your feed here. What is this going on? Yeah, it's, oh, chat it's the chat room. There's yeah. some people actually listening in and chiming in yeah. on a slight delay, of course, but well, that's cool. nonetheless, a uh, lot real time, yeah. well, relatively real time. Who's cool teacher? She is a uh, fan of ours. She's a fan. She's yeah. the most boring caller. That's not true. She, yeah. just, she just wrote hello. This is yeah. so crazy. It's not true. I've never been a part of a live chat thing before. Really? You know, yeah, never. They're great. Yeah, just playing rock and roll in front of like, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Well, there you go. So I, I think it's safe text to Text on a screen is blow, blowing your mind right it now. It is. It is because uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of radio and uh, yeah, this is the most technologically advanced radio interaction I've had with the... See, uh, rock. That's you guys promo. are doing something There's good here. There's a promo. Yeah. And I I'm just talked over it like a douchebag. I just did. He was giving us a nice compliment. And I had to talk over it because I feel important. By the way, cool asshole. teacher, cool teacher, uh, you suck here. And see, so she's giving it to you. You're so not nice. Yeah. Uh, people are saying hi. That's nice. Hello, everyone. Yeah. By the way, the nicest people in rock and roll. Oh. Would you call it rock and roll now, though? I do call it rock and you roll. You should call it rock call and roll. It, yeah. I heard Billy on a, like, a red carpet somewhere, he, uh, the lead singer uh-huh. of We Are Augustines. He called your band uh, intelligent rock and roll. Yeah. I think that's because um, it's something that we've said from time to time. I don't say it so much these days. But when you say rock and roll, people think like... Uh, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Mm. You think like ACDC or Motley Crue or yeah, something like that. And like, it's, it's totally cool. Uh, everyone has their own thing, but we do rock and roll, but we approach it from the same mentality or that any like artistically driven person does. It's not about the product of like hanging out with and partying and all that stuff. Right. It's, it's more about like the actual. It's not about the image. Yeah. 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 We're actually really bad at the image thing. Um, <laughs> we're, we're trying to work on that. Yeah. Uh, and, so you know we do it because we love it. So, but we also love rock and roll. There's something yeah. there's something completely unique to rock and roll that you don't get in any other genre. Where when someone's driving their car and they're singing at the top of their lungs, or they're screaming, or they go to a concert and they're fist pumping or or uh, crowd surfing or or whatever. Like those are things that happen. I mean, yeah, they happen in hip hop shows and whatnot. But it's it really to me is a rock and roll thing. It's it's an energy. Yeah. So like that's why I love calling myself. 
like a rock and roll musician, which sounds really corny, but no, it's it shouldn't true because be. It's like, it shouldn't be. That, that's bad. I mean, I get where you're coming from. It shouldn't be. But There's the thing happening. is, that a, a lot of other bands fucked it up for other, for a lot of like ego-driven rock and roll bands fucked it you up for everyone else. Right here on the show. Yeah. What's that? You want to name them right on who fucked it up for us? I think Motley Crue would be at the top <laughs> of the list. <laughs> now that... You know, everyone's got their own thing. But yeah, uh, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking that. When I actually we're just talking, wanted to curse on the air. That was my that was my in. <laughs> when we were when we were talking in the, in the car on the way here, and I would say I would I was like, oh, you're you know you're a rock and roll star. And when I would say that in my head to you, I was I would think Motley Crue because you guys are, you guys are completely different than Motley Crue, obviously. Yeah, or Zeppelin or something. But like when that. you think of rock and roll star, you think of Motley Crue, of Poison, or you know, <laughs> wearing spandex, and you guys aren't doing that on stage. No, you don't want to see me in spandex. <laughs> it's not a good sight. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a long time having you on the show. I mean, it, it, it's cool to have you down. Obviously, I've been following you guys for, for ever since you you broke. How, <laughs> I mean, obviously, since Pela, Pela broke up, you guys mm-hmm. are doing well with Pela. In your mind, uh, tell us a little bit about um, how how big or how successful Pela was in regards to... Uh, we are Augustines? Yeah. Like the comparison? Yeah. Um, well, Pela was, uh, it's hard to, it's, it's different because it like everything changed with the internet and, mm. and, uh, and iTunes and all that stuff. When Pela started, the internet was still not, um, a huge force in the music industry. I, iTunes was just getting together. YouTube wasn't invented. Right. So like, you know, it was early on in the, in the, the transition. Did you guys think when you were in Pela and you were making, you know, you were selling us some shows, maybe the batteries getting fold out Phil? When you guys are playing, did you think you know we're going to hit with this band? Did you think? Yeah, that? totally. I mean, we 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 didn't have any support financially from like labels and things mm. like that. Um, we were signed to labels, but we didn't have any support. And uh, you know, we, but we we had played enough shows and we got our name out there enough through help with certain radio stations and whatnot that we started selling out shows all across the country, mm. which is you know for us that's a huge accomplishment because right. we were just doing it on word of mouth and. Uh, but you know that wasn't enough to like bridge over uh, any kind of. We weren't able to like support ourselves in any way. So how does that? How do you get from that that word of mouth? How do you get to where where we Augustines became? You know, playing Coachella and Bonnaroo and this and that. Uh, it's it's how, hard. How, how does that happen? Cause I don't. That's think- what's from following your career from Pela to We Are Augustines. I'm like, how did he get from? Like, how did, was it luck or was it, what was it that made you guys, you know, blow up like you did? I, you don't know? I, well, yeah, I, there's, I have lots of like, uh, I can philosophize about it for the rest of the show <laughs> yeah. if you want. Uh, have you, no. have you sat home, you know, and Diana's like cooking dinner and you just thought about how I yeah, got yeah, no, the point? Yeah, yeah, no, I think about it all the time. I think yeah. the, I think the, the thing is that we produced something, uh, we, like a record, you know, that people could listen to and whatnot. And, uh, we were f- fortunate enough that, we got to a point in our in our lives where we didn't care what other people thought. Yeah. And uh, we were going to do it our way, and we did it our way, and people connected to it. And we got really lucky with getting our manager in uh, in London, mm-hmm. Arwen Hunt. And um, she, like, like a, we had a small community of people that really believed in us and were helping us kind of get the record out, and she was one of them. And she also had the ability to, like, support us in with the uk and when the record came out in the uk it did really well and people seemed to connect to it and mm-hmm. we were able to go over there a lot i think we went over there 15 times in one year um that's a lot of air that's a lot of flights 
Because a lot of concerts and and it, and it blew up over there. And it's a common story. It happened with Hendrix. It happened with lots of people. Yeah, like you become big across the pond, and then you come, and then it goes back and forth for a while. Yeah, you really did. I mean, the we are Augustine. You guys do have that rock and roll story because when Pela broke up, um, you guys had a period of time there where you were just kind of bummed out for a while. You're like, ah, hey, we, we're not playing music. Yeah, we're yeah. not doing anything. You and Billy, uh, we're still friends. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we have all this extra material. Let's put it together. Let's let's do something with it. And that's when you guys emerged. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. You I, didn't think that was going to happen. Like you were just, you guys, your, your outlook was let's get this on, on a, let's get this recorded and we'll just throw it out there and see what happens. Yeah, we were talking about giving it away for free. Uh, we were, we would have been. One of the things we said many times is we would have been more than satisfied with one tour. Yeah. Um, but really, all that mattered to us at that point in our lives was just finishing what we started. Did you guys set out going like, I want to, I want to do this for a living? No, no, it was the exact yeah. opposite. We, yeah. we, we, we said we we were completely tentative if we wanted to even be in a band after Pela broke up. Right. I mean. Prior to that, in Pela, we were all about you know trying to be rock stars, the big shit, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, that, did, that 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 doesn't work. It was I, going I pretty well for a while, though. You guys, <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, Rock and I went to a show or two, and uh, you know it was a really good time. And you guys are great live, yeah. And but see, uh, it, I was really impressed when I went to the Barry Ballroom in, in Manhattan there, and, and Rock and I were sitting there, and I felt. Like, I don't know, I had a league ego about me. I was like, hey, Rock, wait, it's my cousin up on stage. She's selling out this place. What do you think about that? You yeah. know? And it, was, it was pretty cool. It's good stuff. Yeah, I got to bring you over to Europe. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, you got to oh, come out on the tour bus with us. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's pretty crazy. Are you guys there. a lot, of, is a lot uh, more fans over there? Yeah, I think, yeah, for, for like, at least as far as, like, the last, you know, the end of this last tour that we did, yeah. um, you know, things are going really well over there. And we're getting a lot of love and a lot of people coming out to shows, so... It's it's we we definitely have like a good fan base if you call it that. We, there's a lot of people who listen to us in the states and like yeah. come out to shows and everything, but everything's so concentrated over there. Yeah. You know, like it, the UK, you can you can do a tour in one week and pretty much tour the whole country, right? You yeah, know, yeah, and that's yeah. hitting a lot of cities. And you know, you can we, we do Germany in like one week, and you know, like you can pop over to these places. Whereas in the states, you know. It's a lot of driving in between shows, and yeah. you hit the West Coast or whatever, and it's it's much harder to get out there. So it's harder to get your name out there too. Yeah, every everyone everyone who plays music has that so that I, same challenge. I know we're jumping around here, but uh, obviously it, the second album of uh, We Are Augustine. You don't have a title for it, do you yet? No, not yet, not yet. But it's it's recorded. It's set to go. It's going to be released at some point. There's so much stuff I need to talk to you about. There's the old photo. I found the old photo from the oh, uh, the Barry show. Oh, really? Oh my god, I can't even see it. Oh, there it is. Oh my god! Look hey, look at Kieran. Look a little, little yeah. like a little slender fellow. Slender, right? Yeah, you were looking a little different than that. <laughs> Are you calling me fat too? Because actually, Kieran, Kieran took my chubs. I was like, I was fucking Guttermas Prime then. No, Kieran, just like, hey, I'll take that from you. I am so fat. Oh, thank God, I think my computer's working again. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's so much to cover. My my cousin Eric here ba- plays in a band, We Are Augustines. So much to cover. I've been we've been following this band on the LunaticRadio.com show for uh, two years ever since. Even Pela back in the day. Yeah. And there's so many things that milestones that you guys have done that I would like to just. I mean, because I got to imagine a lot of our fans out there are listening to this radio program. And, and <laughs> Who the, young, the hell is this guy? And the young kids are going. Uh, you know, I you know I play in a little you know garage band here. Are, 
I do a little, uh, you know, I, I play some gigs at some bars around. Like, how do you get to that level? You know, I guess mm. they want to know, but there is no trail. There's no pa- there's no road everybody can take to get to that point. No, not really. I I, I do believe in the ten thousand hour thing. Um, I, I think what is it, that about? Uh, I I don't I don't want to misquote it, but um, it's the general idea that if you to become a master at anything. Oh, that's right, right. complicated. Like mm. you, you can figure out how to like work a remote on a television or whatever. But like right. to to do something that is is sophisticated and has multiple layers of of uh, challenges, like it just takes time. And and the theory is it takes ten thousand hours, no matter what, it, no matter what it is, right. no matter how hard you work, no matter how hardcore you are, it takes that time. And like for anyone trying or who has the, the the passion to do art in any way, like you know, music, photo, journal, journalism. Radio, sure. Whatever it is, <laughs> we're still trying to figure it out. I think we're on hour six right I now. Always, yeah. <laughs> I, always tell, I always tell Rock once I do a really good show, I'm going to quit. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to quit. It's taking me taking me 13 years. Still haven't done a good one yet. Yeah. Once I do one, it's going to be over. The old yeah. drop the mic, get off the stage. Yeah. Leave the I people cheering. I want people to remember me by that show. You know, that one show, not the one when I was tanked up. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so I think that's the thing. Like no matter what, it takes it takes time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to develop the skills and the comfort and you have to develop your own voice yeah. and all those things can't be rushed and you shouldn't rush them. That's the worst thing you can ever do. I just saw this great documentary. Uh, it's on Netflix with uh, Bob Marley. It's just called Marley. Mm. And oh, like, I saw that one too. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, Loved yeah, it. Yeah, really, really yeah, good. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that, that blew me away was when he was young, they like formed their first trio band or whatever and they got hooked up with the label. Yeah. And the guy just made him rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and like they could have gone out, they could have done recordings, they could have like gone out into the world and done their thing but he he held them back he's like no you're kids you're not ready yet you need to keep playing songs you need to keep writing songs and eventually years later he's like okay now you're ready let's do the first record right and it did really well and Mm. you know there's something to be said for that absolutely don't rush it there's no rush what an awful way he died by the way yeah remember that part that was freaking awful he played a a gig at the garden yeah and it had a blast and he went for a jog in uh, central park and he collapsed and they took him to uh, what was it, Sloan Kettering or Sloan something Kettering, like that? Think, yeah. yeah. And he, they they just did, you know did a body scan and he was just riddled yeah, with cancer. cancer. Just awful. And he actually mustered enough energy to play another gig in Pittsburgh after that. Did he? Yeah, he did. He oh, played shit. a whole another gig. And my, then he, my then, dad had tickets to his show. I forget where it was. Um, they canceled the show. I think it was the Garden Show, and he like he played one show, and then like he had, the next day they canceled the show because he was of sick. the yeah. And my dad was online waiting to get into the, the oh Garden to see him. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that was it's just awful. How do you? I don't understand the whole thing. I mean, he's that he has that much money. I mean, why don't you just you know if you feel a little like sniffle or something, go to the doctor. You're Bob Marley, dude. Yeah, Bob, he, I mean he's but he was the voice he was of a, a generation. Rasta, so he didn't like you know right. even the doctors. Oh, so the marijuana's taking care of everything apparently. Uh, <laughs> I guess God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Is the theory? That was a great that was a great documentary. I, you know, it could have been a little bit better, but you know, I just recommend it for people to go out there and check it out. Marley, it's a good one, Rock. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I want to do for uh, Eric today oh, on the oh show? Boy. Not only talk about like the recap. I mean, we guy played Letterman and Leno. I got to talk about that. I want to know what that experience is all about. Um, but I want to play him a little bit of Naked Jedi. I got to. We can set know? that up. And we got to do that. We sure. got to do that on the show. And, uh, you know, a lot more. You know, we're just getting started here on the LunaticRadio.com show. I think my uh, 
Computer is not working again. Aww. It just sucks. Why Aww. is my computer not work, bro? Karen. How old is it? It's not that old. Well, Kieran, Kieran, you know, with all the porn sites and the illegal movie sites, you know, it's just riddled with spam. You gotta and be careful, man. Bullshit. And you gotta get the latest porno. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, dude. How do you think he watched the, the, the Marley Doc? What do you think? He's got, like, the Netflix account? <laughs> Fucking. He's hacked into I'm Netflix. I'm reading Netflix ads on the show, and I don't have a Netflix account. Go figure. Yeah. Isn't that the that's crazy a world of, we live that's in? A, that's a yeah. life of a yeah. radio man. You realize, like, we're totally promoting Netflix right now. So it's essential. We're essentially wearing Gap t shirts. <laughs> sure. Well, we can't. Well, we, it's all right because we are. Netflix is an It is. A, they are actually an advertiser of ours. Yeah. Really? We, yeah. We, yeah. No, not even joking. We it, it, Netflix is an advertiser of ours. It's just um, our problem is is that the sh- the show is never repeated beyond just this one show live and the podcast. Uh, Other than the podcast on iTunes and yeah. all that stuff. So um, the revenue is pretty you know minimal. So is it my fault? Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> He's being sarcastic. No, I'm not. It really I is. Think he is. No, no, no. Andrew and I had a, a business meeting. We were talking oh, about I love it. how you have business meetings and I'm hey, not we, involved. You had two days I, this weekend. Uh, we, gave way, you t- we gave you 48 hours. For the, for, yeah, but not a text message, not a phone call going, we're having a business meeting. Like, give me the chance to bail out on it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, give, me a chance, <laughs> give me a chance to be Seriously? late to the meeting. Give me a chance to go, I'm not coming. I got better things to do, like pet cats and watch ESPN. Well, oh, I see. <laughs> Because no. we already knew that's what you were going to say, but at least you just want to say it. Yeah, I just want to say your, it. It's your little hand of authority of yeah. saying, yeah, I want, I, you know, yeah, have you meeting, guys. I want, that's a good way to put it. I want the hand of authority. Yeah, well, you know, you don't get it. You're not getting it, though. <laughs> the aloof artist that yeah. doesn't yeah. have to show up to meetings. I'm like yeah. the, uh. You're like Keith Richards. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, the Axl Rose of radio. I show up an hour and a half late. And quit 20 minutes in. It's all about power. <laughs> more, I want to do it again. More like Axel Blows. Axel Blows. Uh, uh, or Axel Cornrows. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm actually kind of uh, curious on a total tangent, but they're playing at Governor's Bowl. I'm going to be going to Governor's Bowl. So. I saw Guns N' Roses two years ago. Um, quite a good show, actually. So I'm kind of curious. They're not doing any touring. That was a tour. <laughs> what happened? My, my dad just texted me, and he wants to know who the fat guy is sitting next to me. Oh! All right. Sorry to interrupt your story. No, no, no. That was totally worth it. Honestly, did I gain that much? You know, I was at a wedding this weekend, and I was in a tuxedo, and uh, I was like, a burlap bag. It was like a tux. One of them tuxedos got the got the vest. It's got it's got multiple layers, and I'm like, this is great. I'll wear this. I'll look good in the wedding photos because it's covering up my gut, you know. And you know, I I, my my chick was taking pictures of me on her uh, iPhone. Your chick. Yeah, and she was taking pictures. I didn't know of- you had chickens. <laughs> oh, it's a girlfriend, but you know what I'm he likes to sound cool. Yeah, my chick. Yeah, my broad. <laughs> Don't Carry turn on, into him because everything I say, he just freaking is a good chick. What are you a fag? Yeah, is that yeah. what I say? Yeah, is that what I say? You don't let me finish my thought. <laughs> We're definitely not letting you finish your thought right yeah, now. I know. So carry on. So yeah. I was in my tuxedo. She, I was like, yeah, it'd be good. She take pictures. I'll look like a human in them because I'm used to being like thin and like small. And she took pictures. I look like a pear. Uh-huh. I look like a pear. Like a uh-huh. like a pear wearing a tuxedo. That's what I look like. Pear shaped. I can relate, man. I I've been in the studio for months now, like six months, and oh, uh, wow. I definitely have studio body. 
Studio belly? <laughs> Studio belly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Six months. Yeah, but some guys wear it. Well, like, you're tall. You're like 6'2", you know? No, not. <laughs> what are you, 5'10", 9? Um, probably 5. Everybody's five taller eleven. than Kieran. Everybody's in the clouds compared to <laughs> Kieran. It doesn't, uh, doesn't matter when you're 4'2". Everything looks tall. My dad says to lay off the beer. Yeah, but yeah, not, you're not the problem. That's They're like talking. saying stop breathing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is like saying stop breathing. Uh, Phil in the chat room, Eric, when is the new album set to release? I can't tell you. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'd love, I'd love to tell you. That's but part it, of the. Uh, okay. It's uh, we're, we're actually working out all the details now. Sure. And and that's not a political. No, no, it's not, we actually genuinely are working out all the details. Six so months in the studio. So you don't, you don't want to just you know throw out a month. You don't want to do. No, that. it's not coming out in a month. No, it's going to be coming out in, like a little bit longer. We have, we still have to do like a whole bunch of videos and all oh, the wow. normal press stuff and photos, and we have to learn how to play the songs live, which is going to take us a couple months. Hmm. Interesting, because um, we are a three piece, and we made. A record that's a little bit bigger than a three piece. Ah, I see. Ah. Interesting. <laughs> got to got, got to step to it up that one out. Yeah, yeah. trying to figure that one out. No. Step it up a notch. So for we the, did uh, sophomore release. We had the same. We had the same problem on the last record. So right. we, we, it just takes a little bit, a little bit more pre production for the live show. Sure, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Very cool though, man. No, like I've done recording. It's like after a few days, a few days. It's like, oh god, I've heard this song a thousand times. I'm right. I get it. <laughs> I, I sent yeah. you a text about that a while ago. I was like, Are you done with the chapel song yet? <laughs> He's like, No, I love it. Maybe a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny. I, I we uh, how do I say this? Okay, I won't say that. It, we when you have like a, a song that's really popular or whatever, and and it's exciting like that's what you want and of course then of course you have to like every interview you do you talk about it and every time you play a show people expect to see it and like it's just always around and i was talking with somebody once who had a similar experience um and i was like you know you must be totally sick of that song and he's like no man like that my whole that that started my whole career. Like sure. I'm, I'm a professional musician because of that song. Like I love that song. And right, when you right. play it, and people, when I play it, people love to hear it. Yeah, so. they want to hear it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The but the, the fear is turning into a karaoke band, like being like a cover band of your own band. Um, hmm. Like I don't know. I'm trying to think of a band that does that really confidently right now. <laughs> uh, there's a band I want to say, but I'm not going to say. Come it. on, drop uh, one. The Killers. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess like okay, okay. Here's what you say: the Rolling Stones are basically like they're going out and they're playing. Yeah, they're like the, they're like the best Rolling Stone cover band in history. You know, they're, right? You but, heard it here first. See, and that's an issue. <laughs> All right, see, okay, because I just experienced this with the Black Crows. I oh, never really? The, yeah, I never seen the no. Where I could, I could see that, but yeah. I didn't get the karaoke, and I wanted the karaoke. Uh, so here's the thing: I've never seen the Black Crows, Crows live, mm-hmm. and this is my first time. And I was all amped and ready. Can I finish a statement, please? Don't uh, worry, we know you're right there. Relax. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm like all amped and like cool. This is gonna be a great time. And sure, they played some of the hits, but they didn't play "Hard to Handle." Like I wanted to hear for once, maybe my only time ever. I want to hear "Hard to Handle" live. And apparently, they don't really do that live. I don't know why. It's like one of the biggest hits. I mean, they got a lot of hits. Yeah. But like, I wanted to hear it, and I didn't get it. Yeah. So the same thing would be with Rolling Stones for me, who I never saw. You know, if, if you know, it's one thing if you've seen them like twenty times. But even you know, it's funny, like because then there's like for me, like I've seen Rush a bunch of times, and I don't care if they play all their you know all the same ones. I hear Tom Sawyer, or whatever. I don't care. And I'll play that over and over again. I'm good with that. Are they are they essentially a cover band at this point? Is Rush a cover band? That's a good question. Uh, they, they would probably not like to hear that, but yeah, you know, maybe yeah. maybe, maybe it's the truth. <laughs> but that's but the thing is, it's. It, 
for someone who's never seen a band live, you want to hear those songs. It's hard though because you look at a band like Radiohead or Pearl Jam, and they they have a reputation for when you go to their show, like you're going to experience something new and fresh. Mm. And that's like the, the the fans that they have love that about them, and that and like they're they're still reinventing themselves consistently you know pearl jam is a very it works for them i agree 100 yeah. percent. but pearl jam fans are not even fans they're like cult followers because totally. they because yeah. especially like even though those albums what the hell was that years ago they released all these like out al- that those little series of albums that they just made all these cds what was that thing that pearl jam did was mm. that the 20th anniversary thing or it was, was after different? vitology they did all these like cds like, i guess it was live shows or some shit and like, oh i, don't, I, don't I forgot what that. that was but like you know, I, I, as an outsider, I've never a big Pearl Jam fan. You know, but like, man, like, who? And they they would fucking like, just off the shelves, just people buying them up, buying them up, buying them up. Yeah. So, um, Pearl Jam is a unique situation. I mean, more power to them, man. I mean, they yeah. are a great band. I'm not a big fan of them, but from you know a musical standpoint, great stuff. You know, it's definitely a lively show and you know exciting music. Um, but um, yeah, I guess you got to worry about that whole karaoke angle. Um, totally, but. And it's hard because, like you were saying, you, when you go to see a band, you want to see your favorite songs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a balancing act, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Unless oh. you do like Rush, where you play those, you know. See, that's funny. See, that's what Rush does. That's why they're not, because then they'll go years and they play, like, obscure stuff. Or, or like, they'll play things. Like, okay, so the last show I saw them at, they pulled out something from Roll of the Bones that I don't think they've ever done in, like, long, long time. And it's like, holy shit, they're playing it again, you know? Mm. So uh, you, you got to find ways to mix old and new and you know something unique yeah, you guys yeah. ever do like covers in your shows we do yeah yeah not not a tremendous biggie smalls biggie smalls totally. cover no. yeah um cool modi nice. uh, <laughs> we <laughs> wow wow west <laughs> love to hear billy sing that one uh, <laughs> actually rob sings that one oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> his english accent really works on it. Uh, yeah, we do. It's to be totally honest, covers are fucking hard. They're re- it's really hard to choose a good cover because hmm. you know you you want to do you want to pick something that people haven't done before because you don't want to be like a like a bar band. You Drunk. know, like you want to do something. Case in point, us. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> you want to do something that's like meaningful, like lyrically or whatever, to you. But then sure. you also kind of want to reinvent it, but you can't totally reinvent it because then no one's going to know what the fuck you're playing. Mm. That's a really tricky thing. You got to play the. I don't know what? if you can find this somewhere. I don't even know where you. I guess Spotify. You might be able to find it. Um, the, the, the thing you did a Bob Dylan. A oh Bob yeah, Dylan cover. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that fucking song kills what it. What song? When Billy's voice on that song. We got, we what, a, what is the, what is the song? I forget. It's called "Mama, You've Been on My Mind." Yeah, "Mama, You've Been we, on My Mind." We got contacted by Amnesty uh, International to do be a part of it. I think I forget what it was. I think it was their twentieth year. This is so bad. I should know this, but they were they were doing like a of twenty year, thirty year like celebration of Amnesty International, and they contacted us and said we're dedicating all the songs to Bob Dylan. Um, so every artist that's going to be on it is doing a, a Dylan cover. Mm. Do you want to be a part of it? And we're like, totally. And then they sent us a list of songs and it was incredible. It was like 400 songs or more. And, and next to each song was like who had chosen wow. what. And there was, I think like 70 artists or something on there. Wow. So we had to go through the list and find something that was available to cover. <laughs> yeah, right, right, and, right, right. And to figure out something that like we that we knew or connected with in some way, and it was sure. it was actually really difficult to find the song. But we we found this song, and it was one that uh, my wife had Diana had shown to me. I think I was we I lived we lived in Ghana for a little bit, and mm. 
it was on like a mixtape that I had and it was on like that she had and she gave it to me and then I had it for a while and like it was like on regular rotation. Oh, wow. So like I saw that that was available and we're like, oh, we got to do this song. And but then we had to figure out how to cover it, wow. which is really hard. How do you cover a Dylan song? Yeah, right, I mean, right, 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 right. <laughs> and not look like an asshole. Right, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. sure. I don't know so. if you can bring that up, Rock, uh, if you can. Mama, you've been on my mind. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. yeah. And it, we should play that because I'm having trouble with my computer. And it's really, f- I'm really getting annoyed. <laughs> you should, you should break I'm it. I'm trying to listen to you the should like Hendrix. You should be like Hendrix. You should be like Hendrix and break it. I really want to, I would love to break it. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. This thing's fucking driving me crazy. So, how many years was it with MSC? Uh, mm-hmm. There it is. Is this it, Ron? Yeah. You got it? With my channel? Yeah, it's up. You're up. This is a great tune. Listen to some people. Perhaps it's the color of the song called Flat and Covering. The crossroads I'm standing at. Or maybe it's the weather or something like that. But Mama, you're on my mind. Don't mean trouble, please don't put me down Don't get upset, I'm not pleading Saying I can't forget you I do not pace the floor Bow down and bend, but yeah Mama, you've been on my mind My thoughts, they might be now where you've been Don't bother me Bring me down with sorrow I don't even mind Who you'll be waking with tomorrow Mama, you're just all my mind Not asking you to say words like yes or no Please understand me I have no place I'm calling you to go I'm just whispering to myself So I could pretend that I don't know Mama, you've been on my mind
See, I told you that was a good song. Fifty years. Yeah, fifty years. What? Yeah. You know, what, you know, what else was on that album? Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> when I looked it up, when I first heard that song, I was like, "Oh wow, they're doing a you know a Bob Dylan thing." And I was like, I was looking who else was on it, and the one that really stood out. I mean, there was a lot of guys on that. I mean, who else was on that? Do you know? Do you remember? The one that stood out was Miley Cyrus. She did a she did a uh, <laughs> she did a she did a song for uh, Bob Dylan. And I was just like, ah, all right. <laughs> I know. I, I think. I, I mean, there's a pretty big list. Yeah. I, I, I I never got a copy of the CD, so I I don't I'm not that familiar with it. You just do the gig, you know. Yeah, throw it out there. No, <laughs> no. When that when that came to us, that was actually a huge honor, and we were we were, yeah. we were completely. Well, I gotta uh, imagine, you know? completely blown away by the opportunity, and it meant a lot to us at the time. So, and at still point, does, you know. I mean, at like, what point were you guys, you and you and Billy and Rob together, and you're just like, you know what, we're actually doing this for a living. This is odd. <laughs> Did that ever hit you guys, or you just went with the flow? I, it, for the first, like, because we we uh, released the record, I think two years ago, mm. something like that, a little bit less than two years ago. Mm. And for the first six months to a year, it was we were definitely going through that. You know, when is this going to end? Is this real phase? Right. Uh, and then it started to settle in, and then I, th- I don't know, probably in the, like the latter part of the touring cycle, it's we started to realize that it wasn't going away, and this is this is actually what what we do for a living now, and this is how we live our lives. A thing which I, was scary because like yeah, then you have to figure out how to do that, right? <laughs> you're so like, here. Make you it. go, kid. Like you you get you like you, you spend your whole life like pursuing a dream, and then all of a sudden you get it, and I you're get, like, great. Now what do I do? I gotta yeah. imagine after after this first album, Rising Sunken Ships, has you know. You know, you played all the tours, you, you're kind of done, you went back into the studio and recorded the second album, which is finished and in the can and not yet released. Mm-hmm. But um, you, it's a whole nother learning process for you guys, because this is a whole nother album that you're writing a whole new material. It's a whole new learning process, yes? Yeah, absolutely. And, and on this one, we have uh, Rob Allen, our drummer, mm-hmm. um, who wasn't there for the last one. So that was a totally different like working dynamic and you know different creative influence and impulse and everything so right we 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 it's amazing how much you go through in a with a small group of people you know like we, there's basically three of us there's a there's a there's like like almost like um like ripples you know there's the three of us as the core and then you know extend that out to like the people who have been with us for decades or whatever mm-hmm. or and then you know the management team and like the people like the, the trusted circle and then it right. just keeps going out and out and out how much but, pre- uh, how much pressure is that for you as as a bandmate or, or, or pers- uh, a member of the band going you know what i need the producer uh i tried my best not to think about that <laughs> sorry eric <laughs> just bringing it up you know let's no, get no. Down, let's get down to the core of things to be honest it didn't that that pressure didn't really hit till we were done with the record yeah. Like for we, I I kind of knew the way to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I knew I knew in my mind like the way that that like this this position we needed to put ourselves in yeah. to get the result that I wanted yeah. or that we all wanted. Yeah. And uh, I knew like what we needed to do, and then we essentially like convinced the team that our vision was like clear and 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 you know well thought out. And then we went and did it. And then you know we had to like shh, then we had to present it. To, right. to our team and like you know that that's when it, the the feelings of like i really hope we did what we said we were gonna do right i know i know we did and and how know? many people have heard the new album so far 
Like just it, it, you're you're in your your inner core. Has everybody um, heard? Like five people, maybe five people yeah. have heard it. And, and what what has been like? Uh, you know, it's been really really <laughs> nerve wracking. No, no, it's it, it's always nerve wracking sending yeah, it out. But it, yeah. it's the the reaction, the response so far has been yeah. um, really wonderful, glowing. All right, good. All right, we're going to be hanging out with uh, Eric from We Are Augustine's All Show. Uh, hopefully, I can take this break. Uh, and here is everybody your total sports blog. Sports Minute. And we'll go break. We'll come back with Eric uh, right after this. Hey, guys. This is Phil Manas with your TSB Sports Minute on Lunatic Radio. This week in sports, we have the head cases, lost causes, and new beginnings. Following Titus Young's hat trick of arrest, his father's gone public insisting Titus seek professional help for an assumed personality disorder. Bears wide receiver and personality disorder extraordinaire Brandon Marshall has reached out to help the troubled free agent slash head case. More news in the NFL. The Jets have continued their struggles as the NFL's lost cause. Projected starting QB David Garrard checked out early due to issues with a pass knee injury, continuing the Jets' QB carousel. Their offense took another hit as starting running back Mike Goodson got arrested early Friday morning on five separate charges, including possession of marijuana under 50 grams and unlawful possession of a loaded handgun. Goodson was so inebriated, he had to be taken to the hospital before starting his stint in county. Troubled former NFL running back and Ohio State Buckeye, Maurice Claretas, decided to try his hand at rugby, set to play in the Rugby Sevens Tournament in Ohio later this summer. In the basketball world, last year's Western Conference champions, Oklahoma City, has been whooped in the playoffs. Just shows how much the absence of Russell Westbrook meant to the organization. We'll see some dollar signs this offseason. New in soccer, or football, if you're a douchebag, former Everton manager David Moyes has been hired to replace the newly retired Ferguson at Manchester United. This has been another TSB Sports Update, brought to you by Totalsportsblog.com.
Tom Show. And now back to the show. Lunatic Radio. Forward! 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 What the fuck? These guys are gay. LunaticRadio.com Thank God Rocket's a computer genius. Yeah. Balan Kieran out again. Or, or this show would not be running. My computer's in safe mode right now. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that means. That means that means my computer's fucked. Yep. Eric from We Are Augustine is joining us in the studio, hanging out. Thank, Thank you for your patience, Eric. Yeah. Absolutely. Honestly, this this actually runs better than uh, uh, you're seeing right now. Usually, most week is really nice. And no, I, I was uh, Kieran was Kieran is being very apologetic for his computer dying mid show, yeah. and I was telling him that I, I truly do understand because it seems like every other show some kind of technical issue happens. Oh, tell me, you got to tell, you got to reiterate the uh, story you told me during the break about the Carson Daly thing. Oh, <laughs> you got to tell that. What happened? Can well, you do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. so basically, we we uh, we played Carson Daly, like, and what they do is they just come down to one of your shows, um, and we did our sound check after sound check. They set up a whole bunch of cameras all over the place. Okay. And I didn't know that they were doing this. No one in the band knew they were doing this. Um, so mid-show, we go out. We're playing halfway through one of the songs. I bump into a camera that I didn't know was there. The camera leans over and presses stop on a button, which proceeds that the bass line doesn't come in on the chorus. <laughs> and, you know, like this is kind of a big deal. Sure. You know, you're playing like a big television show. You're playing the L-Ray. Watching. You're playing the L-Ray. The L-Ray in, yeah. in L.A., yeah. yeah and. Yeah. Not, not to mention, like you know, there's obviously a lot of people in front of you, like in in pre- in the present moment. But then there's also like the whole TV side of it, which is really a whole other side. And these these camera people just totally fucked up my show, and I was really pissed. I was really bummed out the whole show about it. Um, but I got over it. It was a good learning lesson. Yeah. But like, but yeah, technical issues happen. Man. It's inevitable. It's just, man. it's just part of it. Then it's really it comes down to how you handle it. That that like makes makes or break who you are and what you're presenting. I, I, I think I've seen a couple um, clips of you guys playing, and and I, one that rings out in my mind is Billy playing his guitar, and the thing just totally crapped out on him. I think he yeah. had to, like switch right away. Like I, I mean, I just my laptop screwed up on a podcast, and I freaked out. I can't imagine you know playing a gig where you know you have to like hit a uh, like a guitar solo when your guitar craps out on you. You yeah. break a couple strings. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, it can be. But but one thing we learned early on is that um, the only mistake you can really make on stage is letting like anything affect you. Mm. Like, like the only mistake you can make is like looking like you're having a bad time. Mm. And uh, you see so many bands go out and perform, and they something goes wrong, and the guy just has like a sour face, or oh. like the whole audience feels that. Everyone feels sure. that. It's just such a bummer. And you know, if you can just smile it off, laugh, be like, "Oh shit, that happened." Now, how are we going to fix it? And then you move on. Yeah. So you guys have uh, with with Rise of Sunken Ships, uh, the first album. You guys were able from that album to play the big festivals. Mm-hmm. 
uh, around the around this country, the United States, and and around the world as well, right? You played a couple of big ones over there across the pond. Yeah, in Europe and uh, what was UK. it? The Hurricane Festival. Yeah. Is, is that one? Is that a uh, big one? I don't know. We did Hurricane Latitude. The, the big ones we did were uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, jeez, I can't even remember the names now. How how beautiful is that? Um, That's right. You played so many gigs. How many gigs have you played? Can you well, count? we were last think... last year. We were out for over two hundred and. Over 250 sh- days of the year. So <laughs> it really does blur. It, yeah. It's all blurred together. Um, we did Reading and Leeds. That was really amazing. Wow. Um, especially Reading, for some reason, it had a special, there was a special moment during was, Reading. Was Coachella the first big festival you guys played? I think so. The main stage? Yeah, I think so. And how, I mean, when you got that, how was that experience for you guys? It it was hot. I, I mean, it was that, like, it was yeah. like a it was like probably ninety hundred degrees on stage, mm. and they still had the lights on, and we were playing during the daytime. Of course, did you guys and, walk out on stage? I mean, I, I feel like if I were in your position, I would just, which will never happen. I know it will never happen. Obviously, rock, but I would just always sit there every time I got on, like I hit a milestone, like playing that festival on the main stage. I'd be like, holy shit! I would walk out on stage and go. Holy shit, I'm playing Coachella. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know there's I mean? definitely one of those moments. And if I was single, I'd be like, holy shit, I'm getting late tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the main stage of Coachella. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny, when uh, when I was a kid, I, I used to, my dream, and this I'm talking like, you know, 13 years old or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. My dream, for whatever reason, I always gravitated towards bass. And I, I wanted to like play a really, really big venue. And just walk up to the front and hit a, like, you know, you got these monster PA systems and just hit a big bass note and just hear how loud it could be. Yeah, the rumbling. Yeah. And, and during some of the festivals that we played, there, there was those moments when I realized, like, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm just like, yeah. and like, you, cause you can kind of hear it. You, you hear more of the stage volume than, than the, uh, yeah. than what the audience sure, hears. Sure, it's it's sure. surprising how different what you hear is from what the audience hears. Mm. Um, but there's moments when, when you're playing and you can hear like, especially for a drummer, like you hit the snare and you can hear it go out and really go out and you're like, and, and then you go and you you know, you're walking around the, the festival grounds or whatever and you see another band playing and you kind of, it clicks and you're like, Whoa, we were that loud. Like that's yeah. crazy loud and, and really, really like amazing. And you know, at Coachella they have the big monitor, the big screens on the side of the mm. stage and they have all the cameras like, and they put like close ups of people on the you're screens. Like 40 foot tall, just your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, wait, I'm one of those people. That's so totally weird. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hope I showered today because I'm going to be on a 40 foot screen. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. It's like a hundred degrees on stage and I'm wearing pants. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. There were some great shots from that festival on Rolling Stone. It was like some real rock star. Like I remember uh, going to uh, everyone Stone. was wearing shades because it was so blinding <laughs> yeah. the sun was so blinding some really good shots of you guys on there I mean I mean was that like what was the best experience for you guys I mean obviously you went from Coachella and then you played Bonnaroo you played Sasquatch mm-hmm. I mean um, I mean how do you get do you get used to it over time I, I don't know uh, no no I don't think you do and I, I don't think you should mm-hmm. I, I think it should always be special um you definitely do like festivals are weird because they're there's such a an emotional arc like you they're you're playing for the biggest crowds mm-hmm. and and that's true for for pretty much every band yeah. you know like even if you're a huge band you're when you go to a festival you're still playing for like huge much bigger crowds than normal and um so you're playing for these huge crowds. The sound systems are great. The catering is great that's kind of the best part of festivals that people don't talk about um the catering's amazing. 
and you're feeling great, but you've also just flown in. You have, you've slept for three hours. You have to like run to this, you know, sound check or whatever. Then you run over here. Then you run over there. Then you play the show. You got to do and radio like, interviews. Yeah. yeah. And then you wake up the next day and you go and do the same exact thing at another festival ground. Yeah. And like Reading and Leeds, they're, t- they're, they're, it's kind of like sister brother sister festivals they're, they're run by the same people on the same weekend so we played i think it was reading was first um you know we flew in we land we no rehearsal like you get directly to the place usually you're using some kind of rented gear on some level at least at least one or two pieces so you rented. show up on stage and all the shit's there for you to just play yeah and, and you well, hope which it is, sounds right which sounds cool but it's actually not cool because you're there's no comfort zone. You know, you have no idea if like if it's going to work properly or oh, not. I hope this um, fucker's in tune. Shit. Here's yeah. 40,000 people in front of me. Yeah. But I mean, we do we have a we have like amazing guys that we work with like teching and, yeah, and helping yeah, out yeah. the sound and all that. But uh, you know, it's still they're stressed out because they're like, "Fuck, I've never even used this amp before. I have no idea what it sounds like. Hopefully it doesn't break on me as a rental." And and then you're doing that in front of you know, one of the biggest audiences you've ever played for. Yeah. And then you finish that, you go, you hang out for a while and then you get, you get up and you, you go directly over to the, the next festival ground, which might be like six hours away hmm. and you do the same thing the next day and then you wake up and you do it again. So like they're really, they're really intense and stressful, but also the most amazing things. Oh my God. That would be so nervous. I mean, I, I'm a, a colossal pussy right now. My laptop died. <laughs> And yeah, man, I'm telling you. Lost when just some files are, which realistically are irrelevant to him speaking into a microphone, and yet he's completely beside himself. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He's like, I don't have my life preserver with my files to bail me out. I have to keep talking. I got to play the total sports block minute. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, what about Letterman playing that type of game? That's another mind fuck. Yeah. Yeah. A TV. Big yeah. deal, right? Yeah, big deal. You know, how'd that come about? You're you're a kid. You're watching Letterman your whole life. You see all your favorite bands performing on Letterman. Like yeah. it's this dream come true, big deal. And like the reality is, you get there at like eight in the morning. You do a rough sound check. They make you wait around for like six hours, which mm. is fine. It's just the way they do it. It's all union stuff. Mm. And then you're in the dressing room. You're getting ready. You're kind of freaking out because it's a big deal. It's your first television performance or whatever. Yeah. And you get on stage. What they don't tell you is that you can't hear Letterman because he has a lapel mic on oh, right. and there's no monitor like showing you what he's saying. So it's just it's like, it's almost like, um, like peanuts. Like it's, it's <laughs> in the background. And, and then all of a sudden you see him point and you're like, should we play? Do we play now? Okay. I guess we're playing. And then, and then you play and you know, your song's three minutes, four minutes long and the curtain comes down and if, 15 minutes later you're standing on the street in Manhattan being like what the fuck just happened to me <laughs> and Letterman wow. doesn't know you he doesn't know you wow. he's not gonna shake your hand he did come over and shake my hand and I was excited about that beat it kid you were on my show <laughs> he's, he seems like a nice guy yeah. and, and the, the, the musicians that play they, they, we met a couple of them the announcer and stuff, yeah. so they, they're all they all, they're all like seem like good people and from there you went to I mean, I mean when you were playing that song were you like no, I got all mad because it's not like playing. Obviously, playing a big festival like Coachella or or over overseas where you're playing in front of forty thousand people. When you're playing in front of a camera that's put out to millions of people, is it a different ex- like mindset? Are you nervous? More nervous? Or are you less nervous? I, I don't think I had. You don't time. think about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I didn't just have time. Happened, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, you know, somewhere in, inside of me there was the "don't fuck up," <laughs> which I think is understandable. And then. Sure. And but also somewhere inside of me was like, don't like open your eyes because that's like a classic thing that bands do hmm. when they're when they're mm-hmm. a little nervous on television stuff. They they play with their eyes closed. Um, oh, 
It's it's a so thing. you play with your eyes closed. Uh, well, a lot of a lot of people do, like because it's you're kind of shutting out the world. You're, if you're nervous or you're That's you're intense or whatever, like right, you you close your eyes and then you can just focus like, on the music. You know? Yeah, it's wow. very common, but like it doesn't look good on television. It looks like you're well, nervous. For sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, wow, this is so interesting talking to a, a real professional musician yeah. and like how I handle playing because I play bass as well. And it's completely different. It's like, I need more beers before I'm going on stage. <laughs> yeah, no beers on Letterman. Give me another seven before I go on stage because I'm not, that's, you know. Thank God you weren't in Motley Crue, Rocket. Jesus Christ. That is another technique that does work. <laughs> I've, I've done that technique before. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's like, I mean, we play for just, you know, like for fun and, you know, yeah, just for yeah. a good time, just for good time rock and roll. But it's just, you know, especially if I'm, if, if we do play some, I mean, we're, we're always playing someplace in Staten Island, but there's been situations where, like when we played in Punta Cana, I was a little bit nervous because we had not even practiced for a long, long time at that rate, uh, at that point. And, uh, you know, we're, we're there. I mean, you're totally on vacation mode. Now, all of a sudden, you're just going to all of a sudden start playing a gig. Basically, it was within 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. It like went from we're not doing anything to we're going to play some songs. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Give me, give me some, give me some strong. I got I to gotta get in the mode. Yeah. In the how'd mode that, how'd that work out for you? It was great. It was yeah. totally cool. It all worked out. We had a blast. Call in here. What's your name? Where are you from? Oh, Wait, hold on a second. Hold on, the sir. audio is a little. Hold on, there's some screwed up here. I don't know why the audio keeps uh, not going mm-hmm. to. We'll be with you in a, a momentarily. Is he there still? Yeah. Let me see if I could get it to go to the. For some reason our 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 phone system is now screwed up. Routing <laughs> issues. Routing yeah, issues. This normally isn't an issue, and I don't know why today. My laptop screwed up everything. I think. Yep. It's like, so it's we, like a plague, you know, systematically it's, yeah. going through every every source. It's like, uh, you know, you, you drive in your car, and your car just stalls out every once in a while. That's what our radio show is doing today. Mm-hmm. You know, you do, you, you, you know, you're always, I don't know. It I sucks. saw that caller. I hate problems. I really. Sorry, we're, uh. We're, tr- we're trying to get to your phone call, sir. I know you can probably hear us. But we can't we hear can, you. At I can all. hear him. Yeah, but he, he no, no, no one else can hear him. Oh, no one else can hear yeah, him. Yeah. Hence, hence the that's, problem. That's the problem, okay. yeah. It's not us hearing him, it's everybody else. Uh, I don't know. Is it, my channel up? Yeah, your channel's up, Rock. You're good. You're all set to go. All right, we'll take a, take the call later, though. Yeah, try, try, call try, back a little try bit. calling in a little bit, sir. Thank you. All right. Yeah, so I don't know what we were talking about, Leno, Letterman. By the way, the Skype never had that problem before. Yeah, no, it's, it's only today. Only when we actually have a guest in that we uh, actually want to talk to. Wow. Most of the time. That is most, awful. Most I of, am not behind that comment Most at of the all. time it's people like Julian Cross. I'll name them all. Paul Hooper. It's all those guys. Comedians. We just don't really want to hear. Nope. That's, I'm not part of that comment at all. <laughs> I disagree completely. You know, I had a dream. That's, that's the cousin thing. Though. I had a dream last night that Paul Hooper died. Which probably wouldn't be surprising that's, to anybody. That's called a Julian Cross fantasy. <laughs> yeah, that's an inside joke. Paul Cooper. He's a comedian. Okay. He's a recovering alcoholic. Hey, so I, I want to uh, I want to bring up the fact that someone on their blog or whatever it is said that uh, I looked like the kind of person they would have beat up in high school. Oh, and in the chat room. Yeah, that that's very nice. Uh, that's a nice thing to read. By I the way, I believe that Mr. was Hook. that was Hook in the chat room from a, the Total Sports Blog Network. That's our blog, cool. actually, the tollsportsblog.com. There you go. Now, well, why would he beat you up? You're a rock star. I don't know. I guess uh, well, you know maybe what? we should ask him. 
Hook, can you call in, please? I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I think I got it working, so right, someone wants to try. All right, the, the phone lines in. are open. 646. I hope they're working. Hook Six, TSB. I see you. 646-233-4045. Oh, Eric, not high school. Sorry, I didn't mean to misquote. Eric uh, from We Are Augustines is taking on all comers from the chat room. So that'll just open up the fireworks oh, here. middle school. You take my lunch money from middle school. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> see, there, there's anomin- a really kind of anonymous people on the internet just tapping into you there, Eric. That's there you go. Mm. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, they, here, here the phone Let's lines see, are open. See if this works now. Call. You're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? God Just damn it! Work. It is Hook calling into the radio show. I don't understand <laughs> why it's not going. Are you in the right jack over there? Jesus Christ! I want to shoot myself. Uh, this is it, it, the test works, mm. but then when somebody calls in. You know what's unfortunate? We we have three computers in the studio, and we're down to one, <laughs> and we can't even take a phone call. This is terrible. All right. So how you take doing? a break, and we'll we'll figure it out. All right, you gonna play a break? All right, I gotta play a break. <laughs> oh, fuck, this sucks. That's all you. You got. Right, well, break. we're, we're joined in studio from Eric from We Are Augustines. This is gonna sound great on the podcast. Still gonna edit everything out. <laughs> totally, right. We're totally banking on the podcast. Yeah. 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 It's going to just be like the Carson Daly show. Perfect. Nice little package. Well, you know what we did with the Carson Daly show? Is that bass line that didn't play? I emailed it to him and they put it into the file. See? There you go. So, I'm going to break here. All right, going to break. This is Richard Patrick from Filter.
Hey, this is Jim Norton, and you're listening to LunaticRadio.com. It's LunaticRadio.com. And now, back to the show. LunaticRadio.com. So... What up, everybody? LR Show, back from break. Holy crap. The technical problems in this radio program, they're endless. Does this mean we can officially stop this? Can we get off this crazy ride, Jane? Right. Can I can pull a Jetsons uh, quote. <laughs> Jane, get me off this crazy We're like, thing. This is like the Fat Elvis version of our show. Fat Elvis? Yeah, never good, you know? Who wants to see Fat Elvis? Remember when Elvis was fat and he was playing live Karen, hits? Boy, you just you just set that, that up on bad, it. That was a bad analogy? No, just the whole fat thing. That was a T-ball just, just waiting oh, to be a home like run. Like, I'm fat? I get it. I'm not even going to. That would was so easy. But like you, you love said, that. But like you said, Rock, by the way, it's the LunaticRadio.com show. Live number to call in, 646-233-4045. If you dare. <laughs> yeah, you can give it a shot. It's actually working now. I think it's working. I tried calling in. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I, uh, I am the fat Kieran. <laughs> like, uh, I'll uh, the fat Elvis. Or fat Kev. I'm no longer good oh, at this. Oh, fat Kev! Yeah, I know about fat Kev. Fat Kev! <laughs> fat Kev loves the Augustines. Fat Kev! My cousin Eric is the sickest. Fat Kev is not fat anymore. Uh, no. Now he's triathlon. Nah, he's triathlete. Like, he's like meaty, like sort of fat, pseudo fat Kev. I miss those days when we just talked about fat Kev for like 40 minutes. My wife's got huge cans. He said that. He used to say that on the he show. He said that? Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know. <laughs> you know those McCann boys, they're just so They just elegant. say what's on their mind, and usually it's bombs, you know, like uh, breasts. Actually, at the wedding, if you remember, of, uh, of Fat Kev and his wife, uh, ah. Kieran. Kieran. Were you at my brother's wedding? Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. I remember that. I remember it. <laughs> I remember it. Kieran called Fat Kev's wife a dime piece. Yeah, it did. Wow. Yeah. As all the brothers would say. I was actually racist in the joke, too. Yeah. I actually just I just had a memory of something that I think your your listener audience would appreciate. Um, Kieran and I used to take baths together. Aww, <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, you know, drop a deuce in the tub. A couple. It's not bad. By the way, go back to the wedding real quick. That was the first time I actually met you, Eric. Was that his uh, what? That when, was you wedding. when you were in a bath with me and Eric? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was yes. I was third mic back then. It's something we all do. Together. Caller, please say something so we could all hear it. Hey, this is Billy. How are you doing? Hey! What's going on? How are you? It's fantastic hearing somebody on Skype actually working. This is fantastic. What do you got, sir? Is this the the Billy? Yeah, I think this is Billy. This is Billy Billy. Billy Billy? From We Are Ogres. Oh, Billy Billy. Welcome. You say Billy Billy. (laughs) Welcome, sir. How's everybody doing? Good. Where are you at this point? I'm in, actually, it sounds really cliche, but I'm in L.A. right now. Nice. Come on, I think you're, I thought you were on some uh, big uh, trip on your motorcycle there, my friend. Yeah, 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 man. I'm heading down south, getting closer to Mexico. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Well, we have your uh, your bandmate here. He's telling all the great stories about the band in, your, in the last two years that you guys have uh, shared together. Uh, it's it's just tremendous. Uh, it's a tremendous thing. Knowing this kid, knowing Eric, since I was a kid, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing what he's accomplished over these last couple of years. 
Yeah, Eric worked super hard, man. Couldn't happen to a harder working, better dude, that's for sure. Well, and yourself. Yes, and yourself as well. Billy, where where, where do you think you're going to end up in Mexico? Um, I think I'm going to stick to Baja. Um, I, yeah, I've been reading a bit about it. Uh, this is sort of a life dream thing. We have a little bit of downtime, so I thought I would give it a shot. But, you know, the um, mainland Mexico is pretty rough right now. It's going through a lot and uh, has been. So things have changed a bit in the past 10 years. But Baja, um, there's a lot of, like, kind of motocross and, and fishing, and people go down there a little bit more, so... I think that might be a little safer. Um, yeah. I think it might be a little smarter. Yeah, man, that it's sounds good. It's, it's beautiful down there, too. Eric, yeah. are, are you at, jealous? Are you at, at all uh, afraid of uh, Billy uh, getting caught up in some sort of uh, ruckus? No, and not no. making it making it to Seattle. No, Billy's a big boy. He can take care of himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I never worry about Billy. And Billy, I I, I just saw this on the internet. I I, I know it's uh, you're actually very um, cool with the fans because you 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 tell them what you're, what's going on and what you're doing and on your uh, vacations. So are you are you traveling from Mexico once you get down there back up to Canada on your motorcycle? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, that's right. That's that's correct. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And what were I, you doing? You know, Hold on. Let me. You do a lot of traveling. Obviously, you've been traveling since you were a younger man, right? Like like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. That's, yeah, it's uh, it's never done me wrong, so I continue to to do it. I think I think it's uh, I think that's what life's all about, really. He's probably got a lot to write about, huh? I'm looking forward to this new album because I feel like all these because he was just in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Like a couple weeks ago, it seemed like. Yeah, and now he's yeah. Go- now he's traveling on a motorcycle to Mexico and then up to Canada. Uh, ever since he was a teenager, he's been like literally traveling around the world, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine how many countries he's been to. Uh, Do you know yeah. Billy? Do you, have you ever counted? I know that I, I think Canada and Mexico will make it twenty five countries this year. There you go, twenty five wow. countries in one year. In in one year, yeah. Jesus. So he's got a lot of right about. We should look forward to the new album because the guy's got a lot of experiences. I got to imagine going to Kenya. It's not like you know going to Joe's Bar in Queens. It's a little different. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've heard that Queens has the most cultures per uh, yes. Per it's mile it, it, it's very, in the world. very yeah. cultural diverse here in Queens, but <laughs> still not Kenya. <laughs> We're in Queens right now. Kenyan community, man, it really might be. I've seen like ashrams and. In the inner city before, you know, like, or, you know, <laughs> yeah, you never know, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's funny. The more you travel, the more you realize how special it is where, like, what you're used to is. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. New York is a weird fucking place. And, you know, like, the more we go outside of it, like, what you take for granted every day, the more you travel, the more you see, like, how special it is, those little moments, those little things. Queens, when you, when Queens you go, is a really special place. Have you found that yourself, like, in, in you know, playing a gig in another country and going, holy crap, I miss New York. I wish I was back there. Uh, no. Because I never said that either. I've never had that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, get me the fuck out of this place. And I just go to Arizona to see my parents, you know? I'm just like, I never... You know what? One thing I can really say about New York, man, um, is I really, I really appreciate how sharp people are. They're, they're sharp the sharply, I mean, I'm being general, but like I, I noticed that you guys just have such a such sharper edges than probably the rest of the country, mm. than the South or the West Coast. But like, I really appreciate people's humor. 
I always kind of find my, my observation is that when there's like adverse like weather conditions, people's humor tends to be better. <laughs> and like I, I, I appreciate um, the East Coast brand of humor. It's actually you guys are hilarious. Thank you, Billy. Appreciate yeah. that. Coming from well, hey, listen, I, I actually have to go. I just wanted to send my love and say hi to the fans and wish you guys well on the radio show and um, just uh, pop in and say hi. All right. Well, this is ironic because uh, Billy and I have been like uh, failing. We've been trying to get in contact with one another all day long. And my, I got a new phone, and like it got fucked up for a long time. And now, ironically, we're getting—we're actually like hearing each other's voice for the first time on radio. It's kind of—we awesome, do what we can. Eric, so before you go to Panama, man, um, yeah. can you jingle? I shall. Aww. I shall. <laughs> right. All right. All, All right, right guys, take care of yourself. All right, right on. Thank you. See you later, you I'll vacationing do- rock star. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. All right. It's not vacationing, Bye. it's traveling. Oh, he's traveling. All right. There, there's Billy from uh, We Are Augustine's traveling to Mexico on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, man. <Why laughs> How not? many people do that? That's pretty Why cool. not, man? That's I was awesome. Really, I, saw that, I saw that on the internet today. Uh, if, you, if you follow We Are Augustine's or, or the guys from the band. And uh, you, you, they're actually, you guys are really good with uh, interacting with the uh, the fans and letting people know what you guys are up to. Yeah, we try. Even on your downtime, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, sometimes, mo- most of the time it just comes because it's fun, you mm. know, like like anyone doing that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's, uh, you, you're just not in the mood, you know, yeah. and uh, like I kind of feel bad, but then I'm like, well, well I don't want to make my entire it, life public. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, this radio show, what do we have, like 516 followers on oh, Twitter? I was going to say eight. Yeah, and I get like, I get Just like, eight. I get like two Twitter Twitter interactions a day or something on average, or three or four. I'm just like, ah, fuck, come on, people. Enough, I got so much to do. <laughs> like, I don't want to interact. So much to do. I can't imagine what it's like for you, Eric. That's what I'm saying. I'm just a very. It's, I'm a uh, dick. I wish Kira could spend a day with you, Eric, and what it's like to like you know. I'm telling you, we have things going on and bring you out on tour <laughs> with us, man. Oh uh, yeah, you know, just do a day. Can I play a symbol on the stage or something? No. Like you know, nothing. No, nothing. No. I about <laughs> pull my pants down, show my ball back. No. During chapel song, what no. do you think? No, nothing. No, <laughs> I can't do that. No. <laughs> nothing of the sort. <laughs> Oh, poor uh, Kieran. Uh, you can do our merchandise for us, though. Oh! Oh, so. <laughs> I'm a retailer. No, no, but you're actually not selling it. You're just handing the shirt. So what yeah, I, actually, <laughs> I don't actually trust you with the numbers, but you can. Yeah. You, it's free. You can I fold. know, it's my cousin, but not really. We, we were in the bath together. It was great. Here's the shirt. I'm never going to make it to a VIP room. <laughs> never. Uh, you just you have to have faith. What do you do for the bin? Uh, I don't know. I'm a retailer. Oh boy. oh boy! You know those boxes the shirts come in? Yeah, I just I just I, grab and put I, them down. I fold the shirts again. <laughs> they come out of the box folded, but I just refold them because Eric wants that. <laughs> he wanted to give me a job, so I refold the shirts. I refold folded shirts. Is that Rockefeller who was that that, that did those jobs? <laughs> you got to start somewhere, kid. <laughs> Hey, so Hook wants to know if I still want to have it out with him. I don't, really, I don't really feel like having it out with him, but I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, no, yeah. I just said sure, just kind of, you know. Yeah, Hook, break if you it want up to... a little bit, because Kieran's, Kieran's just like, you know. If Hook wants to call him, he can call him. That's, that's... I wonder, because I heard a story about Billy, uh, and actually I, I, I failed to bring it up to, uh, with him when he was on the phone, but he, when, he, when you guys played, a, when you were Pele, you played a gig in Chicago 
where Billy just took, didn't he do like take a fall off the stage or take a nosedive off the stage or try to do crowd surfing and like the crowd oh, just split? No. He, uh, no, no, he, he, uh, we, we invited, it was the end of the show mm. and he invited a, we invited a bunch of people up on stage yeah. and, and they, we had a strobe light, but it was a really powerful strobe light. So it got kind of crazy and, uh, we, like somebody bumped into him and he fell off the stage and he landed on a broken pint glass and he wow. he tore tendons or cut tendons in his finger and all kinds of nasty I shit. I, and then we'll get the Hook's phone call in one second. Sorry, I Hook. don't know. We should bring this up after we're done with talking to Hook. But the there's a guy, there's an R and B singer called Miguel, and he was on the Billboard Music Awards last night. Oh boy! And he tried to. There was like I guess on the set in Vegas they have like this little like mosh pit. Sectioned oh, off yes. mosh pit, and he hit a he, girl. He tried to jump the mosh pit live on TV. It was yeah. like ABC or something. It was on I don't know Channel Two, CBS, something like that. Doesn't matter. He tried to jump it like the entire mosh pit and land on the other section of the stage, but he didn't make it all the way. And he caught two chicks with his legs, like the feet and the face. Yeah, oh, and they no. he, he like bent them back on the stage yeah. and landed on them. Yeah, it was bad. You got to see this video because because yeah. you're you know you're a rock, rock star and I think you would have some funny comments about it. That we'll is not it. something you want to go viral. <laughs> yeah. No, but it no, is no, every no everywhere. Every, it's made Good it Morning America everywhere. level. Oh, it was really? Brutal. Yeah, it was everywhere today. Oh. He covered himself well, but it didn't matter. I was watching that shit last night. I was like, wow, that girl's dead. Was it Miguel? Is <laughs> Miguel or something? Miguel Gill or something. Hook, you're on the air. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Hook from Total Sports Blog Nightfall. How's it going? How are you doing, sir? You're on the air with, with Eric from we Wheel. Got, um, we got that gift from Miguel doing the atomic leg drop on site. If you guys want to check it out. Oh, it's on our, It's on the uh, TotalSportsBlog.com. Uh, that was yeah, an amazing leg drop hook. Dude, the worst part about it is he acted like, you know, nothing happened. He kept on with the show. Like, he didn't even, like, if the girl was okay, I felt pretty bad for her. Yeah, I know. He, he literally, it looked like when I watched it live, it, it looked like he just maybe broke her jaw and it like exploded her nose. It was a really bad, bad thing to happen. It was, like it looked really painful. The, the girl that got the, the left boot to the head got it worse, I think. What happened to the girls? I don't even know. Did, did were they injured? Did they go to the hospital? Supposedly they were both okay. I I saw on the uh, the interwebs that they interviewed them and they were both fine. But you know what happens in a week from now when the one of the girls says her neck hurts? You know? Yeah. So yeah like Miguel okay. Miguel might have to look out for a lawsuit. Now I, now if Miguel doesn't have another hit, I believe that's what he's going to be remembered for. Did he even have a hit? <laughs> I mean, like does, I, I have never heard, heard of this guy. Yeah, Not that I'm like Miguel. in tune, but yeah, know. right. Yeah. The, the song Adorn is, is pretty big. Is, right, is it right. the kind of song that if you heard it, you'd know it? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I was listening to it last night. I was like, I don't know. That. Uh, is this Maxwell? Who is this guy? <laughs> like, Maxwell Knights. Is, is this El DeBarge making a comeback? Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I, 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 you I know, heard it. There it is. Hey, watch. Oh. Look at that, Eric. Oh Look at this. Watch, watch, watch. Look. Oh! <laughs> this is live on like network television. like a WWE television. dropkick kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Scroll down fun. and check out the uh, the memes. The memes are great. Oh, the, all the memes. Yeah, I just learned what that was a Wait, meme. Do you know what a meme is? No, mean as M E A N. M E M E. Oh, meme. It sounds like meme. Hook, you're the professional. Explain to what what a meme is. Memes when they take an image and they usually drop some text on in impact, and you know basically it gets big all over there. And there's there's tons of memes out there. That's what a meme is. When somebody takes an image and puts some text on it, and it becomes big on the internet. Right. That's what a meme Comedy. is. 
You should have a meme out there, Eric, at this point in your career. I should. Maybe we can get one tonight. <laughs> it might be one. There might be a couple. Ooh, there's our hands. <laughs> look, look at that. That was a that's that is that's a, like a drop. That's a Hulk Hogan uh, leg drop. Right it there. really is. It really is. That's, that poor woman that sucks. There's two women. It looks like. Well, she's a, now she's probably an internet sensation. I'm sure she's got a Twitter. There you go. And it's look at Ooh. oh god oh there she is oh and, she's fine yeah no she no she did the chick like oh nothing ever actually happened and right. meanwhile her neck is actually just like completely just you know dysfunctional and look at look at the blonde headed you know girl just sweep her into the audience like nothing ever happened wow so he really just kept singing he did he as if nothing happened yeah wow. Well, that's a, that's well. There's the question. What do you do as they as the musician? Right. You are here on the Bull Billboard Awards. What do you do? What would you do if you just like you know? Not that you would do a douchey move like try to jump over a bunch of people, yeah. but yeah. hypothetically yeah. speaking, you I'm did. Curious, this uh, if this happened to Eric, like if he's at a we are artist and trying to jump over somebody and, and accidentally you know leg drops and what what would you do, Eric? I have no idea. It's the same question I just. In asked. all That's fairness, good. yeah. See, you're you're not as important. No, I'm not. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not as important of a sports blog. Are you even on the show? No, I'm not even here. In all fairness to him, even though I'm watching it on loop, which I don't know why we're watching it on loop, um, it's kind of freaking me out. Oh, the Miguel leg drop. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's oh, like that is never cool. ending. This is Vine. He he might not have realized how intense it was. Like he like he. The, he, he clearly kick someone in the face and he might not even realize he did that which is kind of fucked up sounding but it's probably somewhat true oh, you're good you're good you've been in the business dude a he's lot. in the moment <laughs> <laughs> that it's, is, it's Hollywood Eric that is that is the that is like the entertainment answer you know he was in the moment didn't even know it happened no no, no. I feel he definitely really knows. sorry my condolences are out to the you know the girl and- he definitely knows he crotch kicked that the other girl he's looking at her I mean that's yeah, pretty yeah, obvious yeah, he, see, he yeah. processed that he's like whoa that just happened okay uh, I guess I should keep singing Ooh. Man, I don't know. Maybe there was a, maybe there was a sing along track, and and he had to like pretend like he was still singing, otherwise everyone would realize he's still singing. You know, rock. Maybe this is par for the course in the hip hop community. Who knows? I don't know what I would do, man. Honestly, I I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. I think I would I think I would genuinely stop and address the fact that I just pummeled someone. But it's Miguel, Ooh, like and he, like he's that. playing the Billboard Music Awards. It's like a big thing for him. Fair enough. You know? it's a, it's, he had like a uh, like a dress rehearsal and practice it, and he's like, yeah, I can make this. <laughs> I hope he did. You know, I would amazing. hope he did. I yeah, would hope he planned. practiced the That's jump. actually a rubber dummy. He did. That's not a real woman <laughs> at all. By the way, if you look at the Vine Loop uh, video. I just put the link in the chat room. Um, you can see for a split second, Miguel looks down at the girl's face when he cross. Oh yeah, he hits her with the leg. He looks down for like a split second. He's like, "Oh shit, that's a white girl in there." I, I love, I love chicks. He, ba- I love chicks. She basically broke her spine, and the first thing she does is fixes her hair. That's like that's, that's the biggest concern. And then she gets right on Twitter and goes, "Holy shit, random, epic, <laughs> epic fail happened at the Billboard." I think that's that's officially an epic fail. Yeah. LOL, oh my, OMG, LOL. All right, so can we get to the uh, the, the, the the situation here between Hook and Eric? Yeah. Can we? Can we? Can we uh, the battle royale, the elephant in the room, if you will. Is there an elephant in the room? These guys never met. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, there's no real beef. I was just joking around, but uh, yeah, obviously. I did, I did take a, a little offense to say to when Eric said he didn't want to hear the sports minute. Yeah, I was just joking around. Yeah. He was just joking. So was I, Eric. We're still buddies. Don't worry about it. Aww. I love you. Everything's fine. I'll come to the next um, 
we are Augustine Show in Chicago. Show some support. And I'll, I'll wear my favorite sports jersey. There you go. I got, I got I'll wear my I, Arsenal jersey. You know what? He'll wear this big, Arsenal you know, He'll wear the tank top on the on the. Uh, you know what? There you go. I got to shout I, I do have to send a shout out to Eric, even though he's right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did, by the way, uh, wear our lunaticradio.com shirt on stage. Yeah, totally. What? Years and years ago. Are yeah. you serious? I still have that shirt. No, no, not years ago. Like last year, I've worn it. You you wore last year. I have an image from like years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, gosh. yeah. Really? Yeah. Good for it's you, my shirt. friend. Yes, hey. good quality. Wow, shirt. Kieran. Hey, I, told I, you I bet if you look around, there's photos of it. I, I know there's definitely like uh, you know, like after the show, people come up to you and they want to take pictures. And all oh that. yeah, there's, there's pictures oh, of me. Man, we gotta find that. You know what? I'm that, all sweaty. And that shit. is that is like bittersweet because we appreciate it. Thank you so much. That is wonderful. But now, Kieran, that says you know that's production for five years. I could just tap out. You know, I could just do nothing. And just I, did hang pr- out. I did production today. <laughs> Hopefully, you can buy a new computer. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys gonna be at uh, Lollapalooza this year? Uh, not this year. No, we, we we because we were in the studio. Like all the all the festivals and everything, they're booked like six months to a year in advance. Yeah. And we we're in the right. studio, so we're next. Not this summer, but the one after that is when we're going to really start doing all the festivals. Wow, two years, Jesus! Uh, year and a half. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Like next summer, you're going to be playing all the big festivals. It's like like a nice, really. I mean, it's not a vacation, but it. it to me, I would look at that like it has really cool. Like vacation, time. like I'll be looking forward to that. Like a vacation, I will look forward to vacation. It's definitely cool. I mean, festivals yeah. are cool, but they're like I was saying before, like they're the most intense mm. on like the sleep schedule. And but how is stuff. it for like a guy that's you know you're a band playing in the festival and you go backstage where it's not like you know the crowd? You get to mingle with the other uh, musicians, other yeah, yeah, totally. You get to meet other people in different genres of music and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm like. Um, it depends on the festival and mm. how open or whatever it is, but right. uh, you know most of them, most it? of them are like pretty open, and you know the, all the catering is shared. And who have you met? Who have you met that like another musician or maybe <laughs> another genre that's been really cool? Um, or somebody you just remember? Somebody you know just well, pops out in your mind? There's the, the it's it's uh, one of the first ones that really hit me that I thought was just super cool was when we hung out with the Buzzcocks. The Buzzcocks. I yeah. remember you mentioned that on the... Uh... Yeah, and that that was a real... That was just like one of those moments of like, holy fuck, I'm hanging out with the Buzzcocks. That's crazy, yeah. you know? Because, you know, you, you see like the modern bands, like um, the, the bands that are popular nowadays, mm-hmm. and that's cool, you know, but it's not like when you meet someone that's like, you know, actually really huge and like, you know, important to music history yeah. and whatnot. So that was super cool. Um... I mean, like in the past, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't want to take any. I don't want to take anything from any of the current bands because obviously right. they're like really great to meet as well. Um, but yeah, when, I, I think for me, meet the Buzzcocks was one of the coolest, and we we had the, the we were really fortunate to meet some of the guys from Radiohead, and that was pretty much like one of those holy <laughs> shit moments. Yeah, because those guys have been around forever. And like when you were you when you were a kid, yeah. Like I like loved yeah. their records. I thought, yeah. I like you know, it, I, I was I after I was hanging out with Colin for a little bit, mm. uh, who's the bass player, and yeah. I, and I it took me a, a while to get the courage up. But it was his birthday was like the next day, so we were celebrating his birthday, and like I'm sitting there drinking a beer with him, and it took me a, a long time to get up the courage. But then I finally told him, it's like, hey man, like I got to tell you, like <laughs> when I learned how to play bass, like I was yeah. I was like learning your bass lines. And, and how like, many times do you think he's heard that in your life? You're probably, probably a lot, but <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't care. I had, the, yeah. I had enough courage. Yeah, had to do life. it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, you you know you never know. You might be uh, one of those guys down the line. You know what I mean? Maybe some some bass player. Oh. Young, yeah, maybe down the line. You never know. 
Well, one thing I've one thing I've I've met, I've learned from all this so far is uh, that the it seems like the people who are the most successful are the nicest people. Yeah, they're just genuinely like normal people. You, you kind of meet them and you uh, you know you think they're going to be a certain way or whatnot, mm. but uh, they're not. They're just they're just like every other person, and 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 which makes perfect sense. And you think about it, they're just good at their job mm-hmm. and they go to they do their thing <laughs> yeah. you know, like it, i don't want to de, de like romanticize it in any way because you know some of these some of these people are really special and they have incredible talents but yeah. um it's not just the talent that gets you to the point of creating great art like you, you need to be able to you, of course you need to be talented but you need to like have something else than that right so that's good i like I, he's a good man rock the We Are Augustines. They're yeah. good people. They're good people. Hook, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Just hanging out. All right. <laughs> just taking it all in. Yeah, you're just drinking while listening to the show? Is that what you're doing? I'm, I'm at work, actually. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you're getting paid to call in. That's pretty Hook, great. Hook, the uh, sports <laughs> minutes are going really well, and the, uh, we have two so far. They're doing really well. I like it. Yeah, I, I, uh, it was interesting to hear uh, Phil's voice. I actually never heard Phil's voice before. You never heard Phil's voice? All right. Well, Phil, Phil lives in Detroit. Yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm in Chicago. Earl's over on the uh, East Coast. So. Well, I'll let you know this. Uh, it sounds like uh, Phil smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> that's, that's, all I I, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, all right, Hook. You guys are doing great at the uh, com. I love it. Cheers, man. I love the show, too. I got a quick question for Eric before I go. Okay. Um, Ooh, quick question. Just, yeah, sure. wondering, just wondering how you deal with, uh, with groupies. Huh. Um, you know, like it's, as, it, a, as the blog gets bigger, I do have a few internet uh, people that I, I I think I need some uh, some advice how to deal with. Okay, well, it depends on it depends on where you're at in life. Um, like if you're single, I, I'm, I'm sure it could be amazing, and you should just embrace it and go with it. Um, but if you're married, like me, you, you probably look at it from a different perspective. And uh, but you, right, like I'm thinking more of like the, the married man or the taken man like deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always I'm always more interested in having an actual conversation with somebody than than some kind of like um, artificial rock star groupy like role that everyone's going to play. So is that, is that like genuinely a thing? Like, is that a thing that rock stars deal with on a daily basis? Or yeah. is that just you know like all like movies in Hollywood? I, I mean, stuff? I don't know. I mean, the definition of a rock star is like pretty abstract, but like right. like definitely, when you play a show for three thousand people, there's going to be a uh, a percentage of the audience that wants to um, sleep with you or talk to you or whatever, just because you're on stage. It's just part of right. it. But most, most of the time it's like, you know, you don't even get to talk to them, you know, or whatever. And when, and even when you do, it's like, you can, you can, you can neutralize it pretty, pretty easily. You don't have to go down that path unless you want to, but like, <laughs> it, it, like Molly Crew made him pee in a kitty litter box. Like uh, Kirky Menez on Sports New York. I guess oh, so. right. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's not going to get that I don't know right. what that is. He's right. not going to get that reference. I don't know where you're at. Yeah, but... Well, thanks a lot. Uh, good talking to you guys. Take it easy. All, All right. right man. All thanks right. Sir. We'll see you later, Hook. There he is from the totalsportsblog.com. Go check it out. God. Kirky Menezy. See? That's his big claim to fame in the last couple of weeks. Did he With break the, that story? There's something. That guy... It was like a news anchor... For the uh, SNY network, which no one yeah. even knows about unless they're a I Met do. fan. Yeah, I do. Unless they're a Met fan. And he broke a story about him. He caught him doing something weird on the internet. Mm. And he broke the story. Apparently, if you're a celebrity or a that's pseudo... Pretty, that's sl- great. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. You can't do anything crazy. I'd be fucked if I was a celebrity. <laughs>
Literally, so just look there, at my- it's just like <laughs> just just look at my internet history. <laughs> you can't even do a Netflix ad without like causing an issue. Celebrity, oh god, all right, whatever. Um, all right, you want to do one? More, do another break, Rock? We'll come back and regroup. We oh, got an hour left on a radio program. Fuck. An hour, Jesus hour, Christ! Hour or less. You told me two hours. Hour, I'm out of here. Hour or less? No, I'm kidding. Half hour. All right. Yeah, we'll do uh, one more break. Come back with Eric from We Are Augustines. I hope you guys are enjoying this radio broadcast because I think we're having fun. We're having fun, right? Yeah. Remember the apple fights we used to have when we were younger? Aww. Oh, that's great. Apple fights? Yeah, apparently, we used to, like... Eric- were you there when we threw the apple and, and it hit the woman in driving? <laughs> yes. You were there? We oh, my to, God. On Stony Brook Road there on Long Island, we used to... Eric lived in a house where there was, like, a hill. It, it like... Like the, the, the it wasn't a very big. It wasn't a very big hill, but it came yeah. down. So it was like a little gully in his front yard. Okay, and you can hide at the bottom of the hill. Sure, pop up and throw apples at cars that came by. <laughs> and we used to do that all the time, and then we used to get fights with the kids in the neighborhood. Yeah, we used to go to the backyard and fight with the kids in the neighborhood with apples. And sometimes rocks. Apparently, that neighborhood was built on an old apple orchard. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of apple trees around. <laughs> we just throw rotten apples at each other and really f- fuck each other up with apples. <laughs> like a lot of us got hurt. It's just so you guys used to hang out. It's just interesting how your your both your your lives went in two totally separate directions. <laughs> the apples you bonded, but but from there it just completely went. Well, I feel like my life turned when uh, Eric's older brother. We were playing King of uh, the Hill. Oh, oh boy. Across the street oh, at his Stony Brook house is his childhood house, and he threw me off the top of the hill. Like you know, you you know what King of the Hill is. Sure. Like you push people down the hill, yeah. you get to the top. Well, he threw me off the top of the hill, and I never hit the hill. I just hit the bottom, Ouch. <laughs> and I broke my arm. And I was oh, like, uh, that's where things went downhill for me. Ever since then, <laughs> ever since then, yeah, that damn hill. <laughs> I think it was him and my brother the culprits actually. They yeah, did. but they they did stand up for us a lot. They did. Whenever whenever the neighborhood fights got a little too intense, we would call our older brothers, <laughs> and they would go sort it out. So you so you hung out with Fat Kev. You've been around Fat Kev. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, Fat I mean, Kev, on, you know, in a in a sense, was you've experienced Eric, the Fat Kev. And, Eric, Bobby, Eric, and his brother Bobby. Uh, Bo- sorry, me. Eric and his brother Bobby were all the same age. Okay, yeah. and, and 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 Eric's older brother and and my brother Kev. We're older. They're like same same age. Sure, sure. Same so age, like yeah. a, uh, older brother. Oh my god! You, I think kid. I lived at your house for a little bit. Did you? For like a week. I remember that in the basement. <laughs> oh, the ba- Who's not been down there? Yeah, have you been to the basement? Oh, that's where the show used to be. <laughs> that's where I, I, I actually. Well, I, 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 that was a big like drinking yes. fest down there. I remember, <laughs> yeah. remember one time grabbing like a Bud Light. And I drank. I think I woke up hungover, and I drank a Bud Light in the morning, and it was spit. Ah! It was Karen awful. Again. No, it's not me. It oh, was, it's not me because there was Correct. like there was like twelve other homeless yeah, kids living then, there. Exactly. Back then, yeah. everyone yeah. fucking dipped. It was like Dan and you know, yeah, Dan Leroy. He was Jones, awful. My brother. My brother had like his own little room down there. It was like American flag on the wall, and you should just bang girls and oh, poop on the floor. He's retarded. <laughs> It's a fat cat cage. Yeah. That was a trippy time period in our lives. It was. Trust me. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, wait. Now, the table. I love that this is coming out on radio. That's great. Yeah, this is, yeah. 
Remember that you you had the uh, the that uh, this is your VH1 behind the music. Yeah. I know. Way. I'm realizing that as we <laughs> speak. But it all revolves around the McCann house and everything that went on the, the, in, the debauchery the infamous, with that infamous yeah. lunatic radio show. The one of the coolest things about that old McCann house was that table. Apparently, everyone like etched something into that table. Oh, oh, did yeah. you etch something into it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he did. Oh, of course. He did. Everyone did. That's amazing. We had this coffee table for the listeners out there that everybody who came over to have, share a beer with us they had to they took a knife and they had to etch their name in the table it was a wood table and a lot of people have etched their names in that oh, yeah. yeah yeah it was it was like a, a little claim to fame there i think there's a lot of things there wow I, wow i wish we still had that table i it's think probably th- pretty amazing i think we threw it out it was some good stuff in that. Yeah, Eric gave it value. Put that shit on eBay. That's what I, you know. What I etched in the table. This is me, oh, the young, God, the young Kicking balls. No, when I when I was younger, I used to work out and I had like a like big. So I etched a big muscular uh, bicep, like arm thing, <laughs> in the table, and I put uh, KM uh, plus MV, which was my girlfriend at the time, Mary Mary Viola. Yeah, yeah. it was very, I remember very Mary. gay. Yeah, Aww. yeah, he remembers that. Yeah, that's sweet. I also Mom. remember. Uh, I remember. I just said member. <laughs> I also remember. Is wearing again, catching on. <laughs> your dog Ashley is it? Yeah. My dog Ashley. Yes, Ashley the dog. The yes. dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Not crazy. Um, I remember like being really hungover one night from a, a crazy like Saturday night mm. hangout, and like I was sleeping on the couch, and this puppy came out of nowhere and i just remember the door opening and hearing the sound of this like oncoming puppy or something i didn't know what it was and it jumped over the couch and landed totally on my gut and that was my introduction to ashley yeah we had some good dogs in the day yeah ashley was a great dog some good yeah some good times no that was like that i tell you that that was oddly enough that was that was actually a good chunk of the aura of the show back then Mm. was just going to hang out out there in Wading River. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. Did you ever go to any of the like the McCann stocks? Oh god. Did you do any of those? Like the house parties my brother used to have. I don't. <laughs> my brother would be like, probably. We have. Know. Here we go. You know, like the typical high school party. Here we go. Oh, we got two kegs coming, and like five hundred people would show up, and like the beer would be gone in like five minutes. <laughs> But yeah, because it's just you and your brother. And then inevitably, people would just start fighting each other because there's no beer, yes. and car accidents would happen. And oh, uh, Suffolk County, yeah. uh, the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was there when you had the. Uh, hey, yeah, Suffolk County. Yeah, the cat when you when you got. Oh, you want to get blessed over the head with a bat? I still got that right there. You want to feel it? Yeah, sure. I got a little uh, like a thing. I don't know if I ever felt oh, it before. It's right here. Here's a screw. I got a metal plate in my head. Eric's oh yeah, how trippy! So weird. I don't know if I've ever felt that. Before. <laughs> it's weird, right? It's like a screw. I'm Dude, that, sweating. That was I'm scary. <laughs> that, was, that was not a fun night. No. All right, let's do one more break. We'll come back. We'll finish the show. We'll do. We'll do whatever we're doing on the show. Take a break, Rock. All right, we'll take. It. <laughs> I'm sweating my ass off over here. We should open the window. Uh, I hope. Yeah. Right. Can we do that in this room? But then everyone's gonna hear us outside. Yeah, but we're doing great stuff inside. No, we're not. Are you They're ashamed? gonna wear. Are you ashamed or something? <laughs> well, Karen, who's not? You're ashamed of me. That's why the curtains are closed. All right, we'll take it a break. Come back more lunaticradio.com show. Right after these words. Hi, everybody. We're on Twitter. We sure are. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio. You know what, Rock? I love that Twitter thing. What did you say? Yes. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. So if you want to know when the radio show is broadcasting. Or the Rocket Radio Hour. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Hey. What? Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Lunatic Radio is the name of the show. It is. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. See how convenient that is? See what we do for you? Practically nothing. Right. 
Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Go check it out, fuckos. It's LunaticRadio.com. father's hired men we moved to the city so far from my family and i haven't been there since oh it's been a long time
Thank you. Hey, this is Steve from CO. And if my balls had ears, they would listen to Lunatic Radio. You can now hear the LunaticRadio.com show on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory wasted. Available on your iPhone, your Palm Free, Android phones, and BlackBerry. Download it easily at Stitcher.com or go check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. That's LunaticRadio.com on Stitcher Radio. Download the app today. Stitcher! And now back to the LunaticRadio.com show. We suck. What up, everybody? LR show hanging out. We're finally getting our show ready. Now we're warming up. Took us two hours. It's like me when I play golf, Rob. Takes me 15 yeah, holes to get my you. game I back. hear you. You know what I mean? I hear you. Word up. Eric from uh, We Are Augustine's in hello, the studio hello. hanging out. He's my cousin. I grew up with him. He's not really my cousin. We're not blood related. But I've known him. You just took baths together. Our family shared. <laughs> we took baths together. And our family shared Thanksgiving until we were about 25, 26, right? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Aww. Then we just all just like, yeah, go fuck you. I don't go fuck you. I don't think that's how it went down. <laughs> no, we didn't do that. But we just, uh, people move to different parts of countries. Things happen, you know? Some people get famous. Yeah, you know, things people happen. get famous, get big Hollywood. <laughs> get Hollywood. Hollywood. Call or you on the air. Which name are you from? It's Virgin Zach from... Nowhere. Hey. <laughs> this is not Virgin Zach, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Hey, why? Well, yeah. oh, okay, that's You know fine. what it sounds like, Virgin Zach? It sounds like you got laid because your voice is deeper. No, I haven't. Aw. All right. What's going on, fella? How are you? Hey, I, well, good. You guys were talking about me. You guys hear about the, Chris, or the, the uh, Kid Rock story, too? What, what's going on with Kid Rock? What happened to him? When he did his uh, awards presentation, he called out all the lip syncers and then dropped the mic. Oh, right, yeah. Like, there was a big thing on the Billboard Music Awards last night. Okay. Uh, that took place in Las Vegas, the MGM, I believe. Uh, Kid Rock came out to present an award, and obviously Kid Rock is the, uh, he's the one holding the, uh, the, the I don't know what, the, 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 the conch for all the real uh, musicians, apparently, right? He's, okay. He's holding the uh, thing. And he, he was bitching at everybody that was performing at the Billboard Music Awards last night. Like, you know, other than everybody other than Christina Aguilera and Prince who killed it last night. The By the way, did you just make a Lord of the Flies reference I did, with the conch? Uh, I did. That's it's incredible. The only, the only book I ever kind of read. Um, and he was bitching out like the Justin Biebers of the world for just coming out there. And they're literally like a dance troupe. They're not singing or anything. They're just doing a little dance routine and getting off the stage. But they're you know they're all lip syncing to these and it it's it's what happens in pop music. I don't know why everybody's surprised about it, but it's 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 what pop music is. I mean, mm. you listen to Britney Spears. Britney Spears made like a numerous songs about you know, like dance club songs that sound no different than whatever Paris Hilton put on her one album that she made. Like it sounds no different. So these studio musicians, you shouldn't be surprised about that. You know what I mean? Pop stars to pop stars for a reason. And apparently even Justin Bieber got a little slack. Like, people started booing him. Yeah, Justin Bieber got up there. Wait, wait, so what, wait, what happened with Chris Rock, though? Uh, oh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. He got out there and was like, you know, he's you know he's the rock star guy, right? So he's presenting an award for, I believe, the best rap song or something like that. 
And he go, he comes out. He goes, hey, what up, people? He's like, I just want to c- c- congratulate all the limp sinkers tonight. People that are limp sinking or something. Ooh. He made some comment alluding to the fact that no one really has talent, I believe. That's what he was saying. So that's yeah. that's Chris. That's Kid Rock being, uh, you know, edgy. I guess mm, I don't yep. know. Being real, being real. You know, he's being all all American. I put a boot in your ass. I, you know, it's for the red, white, and blue. I'm not into the. <laughs> Is that pop- really one of his songs? No, that's, no, I think that's Keith Urban or something. That's Toby <laughs> Keith. Oh, Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. Toby Keith. That's a real yeah. song. Is a Keith yeah. Urban and a Toby Keith? That's very weird. Well, just since Virgin Zach didn't say where he's from, we could clearly say he's not from either of the coasts. So, <laughs> yeah. considering how quickly he was to answer that question, yeah. So, how you doing, Virgin Zach? Got laid yet? No. No. <laughs> you're actually talking. Well, you're on the. Uh, you're on the phone with the actual uh, rock star. So you want to. You want I know. Yeah. And I feel. And I. Don't, I don't feel worthy enough because they because we are Augustine and uh, I keep on forgetting the other band that you guys started were are a lot better than what's on today right on what is he saying he's, he's saying he's that saying he, that he, he likes our band he couldn't think of the word pala he couldn't think of pala oh right, oh, right. Pala, that's what it was mm. yeah yeah well essentially i'm saying i work at a rock station right now or today's hit station and if we are augustine was on there it would be a lot better so what kind of stuff do you play in your station all the Justin Bieber, Selena uh, Gomez, all the crap that was presented last night. Right on. Where could uh, I know? I know there's a uh, a place up in Seattle that gives you guys a lot of love. What what is the uh, name? KEXP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great station. I think it's the largest independent radio station in the country. I think, but if not, it's one of the bigger ones. And how, how's the radio play for you guys? I mean, it, it, honestly, I mean, if you you go to the major markets, it's saturated with. Pop music, and if you, if there is a rock station there mm. in the market, like New York or or, or sort of like Las Vegas or something like that, or L.A., it's K Rock. They're playing, you know, the grunge, the Nirvanas, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, is is it tougher for you guys to get? Why why aren't you guys getting radio play? I don't understand that. Uh, I am very confused by radio in the U.S. Mm. It's it, it like you said. It's it doesn't seem like there's any national radio except for NPR, yeah. which is you know, one thing, it's a big country. Mm. And then like the really big stations, like the Z 100s and the K rocks, like the, you kind of like, they have like a formula. And if you don't fit in that formula, mm. it, it, which means if you're, if you're not, if, if you're not supported by a label that owns the formula, then, okay. then you're not, then you're not in that. But, but it's not even just that. I mean, like, you know, like if you don't sound like Britney Spears or you don't sound like a dance or whatever, you're not going to get on Z 100. Mm. And if you don't sound like, I don't know, Alice in Chains or, you know, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, then you're not going to get on K-Rock. And, right. Uh, and then there are the occasional band that pops through and kind of... Like the Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And, but they're kind of phenomenons. Yeah. Uh, like they, so you you try and hopefully you're one of those bands, but most <laughs> bands are not those bands. I know? do find that kind of weird because I do listen to a little bit of pop music as the trick digs it. And we listen to those types of stations where you hear like Christina Aguilar, Rihanna, like five Rihanna songs in a row. Sure. It seems like because that girl's got so many damn songs and they're played like five in a row. And then it's like Britney Spears and then it's like Kanye West. And all of a sudden a Mumford and Sons song is just thrown yeah. in a mix. It's just like so bizarre, you know? Yeah, but that's why they're such a big band is because yeah. they're on the station. Yes. So it's one of the reasons why they're so big. But band. why did they? I don't understand. Like it's odd to, to, to try to comprehend why did they break through? I think I think that uh, if you look at it from a 
It's just a popularity thing, right? Uh, just- I know, not even like you look at it from a business perspective. Like mm. the stations have a, a status quo, mm. and and they have their 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 playlists, and they you know they they have a certain percentage of artists that are going to play dance music, and a certain percentage that are going to play this and whatever. And there's always a percentage of like there's the new artist percentage, and then there's and this is very clinical sounding, but I think it's probably true. There's the new artist percentage. There's the rock percentage yeah. and someone needs to fill that slot so Mumford know, and Sons has transcended all that they were, shit they were one of those bands that, yeah. that were like they're everybody actually, likes a really good band everyone likes them yeah. and they, they got the slot I think they're, know, I, Coldplay I, was a band that got the slot right they got yeah, the rock slot for a while yeah. Kings of Leon got the rock slot you know go ahead that really is what it is because you know where I work it, all it is is like Kieran said it's all like Rihanna like we play the same Rihanna song at the same time slot every day, every hour. We yeah. don't really get to choose, like, to play Mumford or Sons or maybe the new, like, whatever the new music is. Yeah. We only, like, we're owned by an Atlanta mega broadcast or whatever, and whatever they say we have to play, we have to play. I mean, yesterday we had to play the Billboard Award show show that they were doing. Like, they were doing a simulcast of talking about what's going on instead of actually doing the broadcast itself. Mm, yeah. And and earlier in the day, did you have to play songs from the people who were playing that night or performing that oh, night? Oh, yeah. We had to play all the noms. Like, if, like, First Shop was nominated, we had to play that. And we had to play, like, essentially anyone that was nominated for something. Like, we even played Gondon Style twice. And we even played that wow. during the day for... Did did that win? I didn't watch. Did that win? I, I must have won something. I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> I, 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 mean I, was, I don't like listening to radio in the U.S. that much because not a lot of people get to choose what they what they get to play. I mean, yeah. How is Eric would know. How how is uh, radio overseas? Is it is it a lot different than what it is here in the states? Yeah, I mean my my my, my like. Uh, I can't really speak for a lot of countries, mm. but the UK I've been exposed to a good amount, and uh, their radio is really different than over here because it's it's a small country. You know, I think it's like the size of New York, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. I think it's really small, and uh, the BBC owns almost all the radio. Like they they actually for a long period of time they did own all the radio. And that was the whole Radio Caroline with the boat out in the water, like broadcast uh-huh. pirate, pirate radio. Yes, yeah, like, great that, movie. That was a yeah, great movie. Yeah. yeah. So that's all true. Like, like yeah. BBC owned all the radio waves, and that was it. That's what people listen to, and it's mm. you know like any like but like a lot of countries. Um, but nowadays, like the BBC is you know d- sectioned out into different stations, like one, two, three, all the way through one through six. Yeah. And you know, one plays like their pop pop stuff, like mm. Lady Gaga and. Um, Britney Spears and whatnot, and they'll play like Kings of Leon and like the and, uh, occasional other bands. Six plays like the alternative, you know, be like equivalent to like U.S. college radio stations yeah. or something like that. And then you know, then then I think three is news and one of them is sports. I, I forget exactly what it is. But uh, what's interesting about UK radio is when if you get on it, which we were fortunate enough to do, yeah. it really is national radio. So everyone in the country is getting Hearing that it, yeah. stream, and it 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 has an. I mean that uh, UK radio is essentially why we are a band, you know. Like that's why we exist is because Radio Six and XFM is another. There, it's like their big online radio. They, those two stations picked us up, started playing us, and that kind of justified all the touring. And have all you ever of, have you ever found yourself like on a Saturday afternoon sitting home in your 
apartment there in uh, Brooklyn. Going, you know what? I'm huge in Europe. <laughs> I have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Me no, but we do joke around about it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm huge in Belgium. You know, I can't even I can't even walk around London without being bothered. Yet I can go to the deli down here in Brooklyn. It's no problem. It's definitely not like that. I might get I might get shot. I might get shot. That's my welcome in Brooklyn. It's all relative. Yeah, yeah. cool man. That's really cool stuff. I mean, it's 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 cool to have you down here and talk about this, like. Behind the almost like behind the scenes stuff and and knowing you for so long since we were kids and stuff and it's cool to just almost vicariously live through you and, and and feel the emotions of the different things you have to experience when you when you're reaching you know some sort of you know re- going through the the motions of becoming a rock star it's kind of like an odd thing it's cool for me to hear about I think and I think it's interesting for folks out there listening to the program right now. Going, holy shit, this is, you know, this is somebody, I'm listening to somebody's radio show who knows somebody right. who's a rock star. You know what I mean? I love how freely you use the word rock star. I know, but that's yeah. what, what I don't else really, can I don't I, consider myself well, a rock star. What else dude. can I label it as, though, you know? I, I can't really relate. I mean, you're, I mean, if you were to, I, I don't know, pick a band from the 80s as... That is as big as we we are Augustine's are now. The 80s? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I think. When you think of the rock star era, you think of like guys like Rat, and like uh, you know Motley Crue. And Wait, are you relating? Eric I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not relating. I'm not. Round. What song did they do? I don't, Turn round and round. Yeah. Oh, let's go Winger on that one. Let's go Winger. winger. I don't know. I, I don't know. My what chair just broke. What, what kind of studio is this? It's a what, shitty one. On it's a shitty one. This is internet radio. This isn't the BBC. <laughs> that chair was probably there when you were at it's the house in Waiting River. It's that better chair. now. It's better now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Virgin Zach, you still in the air? Yeah, I actually got a question for Eric. Ooh, Ooh. question time. All right, go for it. Um, has the band ever been to, like, Japan or over, like, in Asia to tour? No, unfortunately not. Uh, we're, no. we're talking the... Okay, how do I say this? Uh, next, when, when we release the record... Um, we have our sights set on Australia and Japan as well because basically they're kind of, you know, in the same world, like latitudinally. Is that right? <laughs> I guess. And, uh, I don't know. And, don't uh, ask me. <laughs> so many letters. I got a twelve-word vocabulary. Don't ask me if latitudinally is a word. So, so yeah. If we, if if we, uh, that's definitely like that's definitely like the plan. Our our, our drummer Rob, he he uh, he had he's been to Japan and he's 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 worked over there. So like. He, he, whenever someone mentions Japan, he just lights up. I, I can't wait to go there. Rocket would well, like to go with you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to Japan. He goes to Japan. He loves the Asians. Asians are great. That's because oh, he's God. like Manute Bull to them. <laughs> Six foot two. <laughs> All the, the Asian country. ladies don't like me, though. They hate me. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this hairy beast. <laughs> You're going to like maul them or something. Yeah. All right, versus Zach. Thank you for your phone call. Thanks, this, is, this is the most entertaining yeah. phone call you've had so far. That's not true. He's had many entertaining calls. Not really. How's, yeah, how's, not your, really. Uh, how's your girlfriend doing over there? In, uh, I, I don't have one. No, I thought you had one overseas. Indonesia. No. No, you were going I to Japan. One. No, I have friends over there. That's oh, why I'm you, going is to is Japan. That why you, oh, you're going to Japan? Yeah. When, yes, when, yeah, you, I, when you heading over there? I'm this September. Ah, that's fantastic. Wait, Zach, you, there was a girl there that you were going to see. Yes. So oh, now you just downplayed it from a girl you're going to see, and now you're just, you're just buddies, you're just hanging out, you're just pals? 
Well, I don't when the drinks start flowing, who knows what the hell's going to happen. Oh, so, ah, oh he's, playing, he's playing it easy. He's like, he's yeah, we'll it see cool. what happens. Yeah, no, no big deal. I'm just going to Japan to see a chick. Uh, you know, Virgin Zach's so, all about the date rape. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. He's, I'm he's, telling you. He's uh, hopeful yet reserved. <laughs> Virgin Zach's is a very interesting fellow. He's, you know, he's, he's holding out, waiting for the right girl, but he's he's been involved with women from Indonesia. And now he's going to visit a girl. They're just pals. We'll see what, you know, whatever happens, happens in yeah. Japan now. So where, where do you live? Where do you live, man? Uh, Illinois, actually. Illinois. Right on. It's mm-hmm. a hot bit of chick activity. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. They're all fed 450 pounds. Oh, that's, all right. That's come on. Nice. <laughs> Be nice. No. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, stay away from the bars. Yeah. Maybe go to the library or the church instead. Uh, <laughs> church or the library? That's where good girl's at. Good girl. You might find a better girl. <laughs> is that your phone? <laughs> I think my chair just oh, broke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things happen on LunaticRadio.com yeah, right now. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Virgin Zach. We love you, Thanks, man. Thanks, Zach. Stay hey, have fun in Japan. Slater. Slate. Go get some herpes or something. Make no, things interesting. No, you don't. You don't do that. You don't say go get herpes. No one ever says go get herpes. He's got to spice That's up like his break life. A leg. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right, man, a go new get herpes. Break a leg. That's a new break a leg. Go get some herpes. How about some syphilis? Eric, you got this week's show title. Congratulations. Oh, go get go. some herpes. <laughs> no, that's the new break a leg. I'm not going to say go get some herpes. He's, you know, he's you got a PR. You got to, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. That stuff. All right. Did we cover everything with the uh, with the band? I'm sure we did. So you guys right now, you, you, you the first album did its, did its run. Yep. You, re, you wrote while you were, you were playing gigs and, and doing the first album. You recorded the new stuff, just finished in the studio. Uh, it was mastered, right? Yes. And now we're just, you don't have to do anything else to the, the second album right now, the sophomore release. Um, as well, far as technical wise, to be totally honest, we uh, I'm you don't know? still not happy with the sequence, so I'm I'm working mm. on that. But how does Billy and Rob feel about it? I mean, are they the same way? Everyone's everyone's really happy with it in general. Mm. Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, as far as like this, like your oh, technical wise, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone's kind of feeling that the sequence isn't perfect, mm-hmm. um, but it's really close. And when you so, talk sequence, what do you mean? Um, what what song comes well, in, in order? The, the, okay, yeah. okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, song, yeah. So uh, it's really tricky because if you put the, the 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 placement of the songs has a big impact on what kind of record it is. Right. You know, like if you if you, you want it to tell a story, right? Yeah, you, you want, want or, or you want the mood to be like good from beginning to end. How many and, tracks to, can we expect on the uh, new one? I think around which is untitled uh, as of now. Twelve. Around twelve. Okay. Yeah. You're not gonna have a bonus track or something. We'll see. How about a bonus video? Or we something? have we have we recorded more than that. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, to be honest with you, I I'm, I become not only do I know you personally, I know Billy a little bit. I, I don't think I've met Rob yet, but um, I'm really looking forward to it. And 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 and, and now I don't just listen to your music as because I know you. I listen to your music because I'm a fan of it. It's it's really good and it. <laughs> It, it, it's the the type of writing in it is is it's touching and, it, and it, people can relate to it. It's good stuff. I just remembered a uh, an experience we shared. We did. Yeah. What did we, we share? Um, I think when was it? It was before Augustine's existed, mm-hmm. and it was after Payla broke up. And Bill and I had been working 
to finish the record. I went out to your sister's house mm-hmm. for Fourth of July. Ah, uh, yes! And I came and saw you, and you had the demo for the album, which led you to had, all this success. It was, it was the album. It was the unmastered it was the album, album yeah. but it was the album. And yeah. We, and we, uh, I still sat, have that. I still have that. Sat CD. in your truck. He sat in your sister's truck. His sister's truck. Yeah. And until we like the sun was coming up, and we listened to the whole album from beginning to end. <laughs> he turned on the truck. We put the CD in the CD player. I went inside and grabbed like I don't know how many goddamn beers. Like a twelve pack. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. We were in the truck and we were listening to the uh, the Risey Sunken Ships, uh, the demo version, and we listened to it. I don't know how many damn times. And we put up on the sunroof. Looked at the stars and we just listened over and over again. And he was telling me like the the, the stories behind each each song we played. And yeah. that album, that demo that I listened to, led these guys to the Letterman things, the Bonnaroo's, the mm. Coachellas, the, the all the success that they've had. So it really, it really all stems down to you. It really does. It all revolves around me. Hey, I think so. <laughs> that sounds about right with Kira. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's no, great. That's just true. That, that, that was a great moment. That was a really... That, that was, was cool, really, man. I, I loved it. You were really connecting with the lyrics. And, yeah. And uh, it was just really... The first song. Moment. I remember the first song in the demo was uh, uh, Chapel Song. Was Chapel Song. Yeah. Chapel Song. Yeah. I heard that motherfucker. I was like, that's going to be a hit. I said that to you right after. I, I was think, like, that's yeah. going to be a hit. Yeah. One million views on YouTube and counting. Karen, what's the, like? <laughs> what's like the most views we've had on like a YouTube video? <sighs> That was for us. Can you cycle stick? Uh, you know what? I played a. Uh, I don't. You know what? It's probably uh, f- just us. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe six hundred. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> maybe, maybe six hundred. We don't do anything interesting, Rock. But then we do it our. Was uh, weird. It was weird with Chapel Song because we had this. We had the song out, the video out for months, like a year, mm. like six months to a year or whatever, and it had you know seventy thousand, eighty thousand, and then something happened. That, like, well, that TV, that T, when you get on that TV, dude. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And it just one day, like it, literally, like it went from like a hundred thousand, and then you know, I it just got I never looked at it or anything, and all of a sudden I looked at it, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's like seven hundred thousand! Like, mm. when, when did that happen? You know? How was the whole music video making thing Is, for that video? No, I mean just in general. Like, yeah, I know you made a couple videos, handful um, of videos. Yeah, generally, I mean, I love I love the process. Generally, it's how long are the shoots? It's, couple it's days. Been, it's been different every time. Um, yeah, but usually a couple days. I mean, Chapel Song was six hours. The video. Mm. Um, we showed up. You did that one street. You, you did it on like a street in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're just walking down the street, and there's yeah, couples and involved. The whole, kissing. Thing, the whole thing shot live. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of that video is that it was. Uh, uh, but Juarez is you know yeah Juarez was like a that's a travel know, four day yeah yeah that's a lot of stuff but that was also on. really exciting because yeah. we got to we got to fly down to. Uh, El Paso and and shoot the video. Mm. And all the video was shot in El Paso, but once it was done, the the film crew we wanted to go over to Juarez. And Juarez and El Paso are kind of the same city; they're just divided by the border, yeah. but they're basically like one big city. And uh, we wanted to go over to Juarez to like you know see it and do some filming, but the film crew wasn't comfortable bringing their cameras over there and and whatnot. So we we met some people that were th- this bar. It was a hookah bar that we. Or pop bar, whatever. Uh, that we that we filmed some or of it. Or pot bar. <laughs> That's really what it was. Yeah, they just did uh, cocaine there, you know. No. <laughs> no, go ahead. And uh, we we the owner of the of the bar and like the guys who work there, like that we we hit it off with, and they're really nice guys. And we uh, 
talk to them. We're like, oh, we'd love to go to Juarez. And they said, oh, we'll take you tomorrow. And the film crew didn't want to come. So like, we're like, fuck it, let's go anyway. And we went over. And it was funny because all night long, we were all smoking a lot of pot and just <laughs> drinking beers and everything. And they're like, it's fine. Going to Juarez is totally fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, you know, because you're not comfortable with the area, just don't be there at night and everything will be fine. Like right, if you go yeah. to, during the day, you're totally cool. And we went over uh, during the day. And we just walked around. We, they took us like because when they grew up, they grew up like some of the guys grew up in Juarez, and and now they live in El Paso and like vice versa. And right. At that time, it wasn't a dangerous city. It was like you know people would kid like a lot of them would grow up in in Juarez and go to school in El Paso. So every day they would cross the border. It was it really wasn't a big deal at all. But then all the the crimes with the drug cartels and everything started happening. And, Dude, there's some fucking scary stuff going totally on. Totally yeah. scary and sad shit. Yeah. And that started really picking up. And it started dividing uh, the, the the two parts of the city, and it started dividing like families that lived there, and people started moving, and all this shit started yeah. happening. So we went over there, and they took us to like all their spots that they used to hang out as kids and whatnot, and like the places they still go to. And they used to. It, it actually really reminds me of anyone who lives um, near, like in the Buffalo area. If you have any friends who live in Buffalo area, Karen loves Buffalo. <laughs> Well, he's any, a big fan of Buffalo. Anyone who grew up in Buffalo or in that area, part of their life is going over the border to go to Canada. Oh, to go right, to, yeah, like, to yeah. Go to the Toronto, and like that's where the cool sure. bars are when you're a kid. You can go over there. Like I think it's uh, 18. You can drink instead mm. of 21. So, yeah, like, you, you, it's a big part of their life, and like, it was the same thing with Juarez and El Paso. Anyone who grew up in El Paso would go to all the kids, and vice right? versa. Sure, and, like, sure. So they were telling us all that, and it was really nice to see that that there's no sep- there's really no difference between the two, mm. and. uh and then we we were drinking this stuff called uh, what was it called, chicho or something? I can't remember the name. It's a shame. I wish I remembered the name. But it's it's a uh, it's a basically a vodka that's like infused or tequila that's infused with a uh, a root like a ginger root or something like that. And uh, chocho. chocho, chocho, yeah, that's what it's called. And we, so we were drinking a lot of that, and we we ended up getting pretty drunk. And we found ourselves at a bar, uh, and these musicians came in, and they were traditional. Oh, uh, is this particular? This is this is in the video, I think. Yeah, there's a video yeah, of like, yeah. so like, like these guys came in. They're like 80 years old, and uh, you know, amazing guys. Got an upper bass, like guitars, singing like the mariachi style. Yeah, and uh, uh, we're all wasted and drinking and like celebrating yeah. life. It was really like one of like, yeah. like out of a movie. And then uh, the one of the guys is like, I was like, oh, I play bass, and he's like, and and he's like, oh, you can play, and and I grabbed the bass and I played a song with them, and like, nice. and I was totally improvising. I was probably really bad, but I, it, I got I got through it. <laughs> These <you know>? American <laughs> musicians really suck. <laughs> and like, and then literally like hookers started showing up. And, like, oh my god! It started getting crazier, crazier, and. And at that point, oh. it was nighttime, and all in my head, all I was thinking, I was like, "Oh yeah," it's like, "Well, this is fine as long as you leave before night." And I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> oh, it's night." Fuck. And I was like, "Okay." So then we left. We le- when we left the bar, we they, the guys who took us there, uh, they talked to the bartender, and they're like, hey, "Can you get us an escort to the border?" Because mm. we were pretty close to the border, and we're yeah. like, "Really? Do we need an escort? That's kind of a bit dramatic." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, you know, it, it can't hurt." Like, so basically, one of the guys who worked at the bar, you know, like the bouncer or whatever, mm. worked at the bar, like took us over to the border and. Wow. And then we left. Meanwhile, if the fucking drug cartel shows up with semi-automatics. Yeah, right. No, right. no. But the thing is, like, it, it was it was beautiful because uh, the whole experience was totally safe. It was, yeah. it was it felt very good. I I think one of the nicest things um, we were walking down the street and Rob saw this guy. He was probably eighty years old or whatever, mm. just just sitting, you know, in in the square, you know, looking at people, or whatever. And he was like, "Welcome to Juarez." 
And like that, that stuck with Rob for some reason. He's like, thank you for coming. Welcome to Juarez. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, because that gentleman knows that Juarez existed before all the crime. Right. And shit. Sure, and, sure. And I think, I think it's like, I, I think the stories you hear from Mexico as far as the, the wars between the drug cartels and stuff like that, it's kind of glorified by the, by the media here in, in America. I, I think the actual like I mean they make stuff it, that goes on they is make, not glorified, but it's but not. I, but it I, goes on between them. Well, they, you know? they, they, when you hear about it in, in, in the media here in the, in the country, you think it happens almost you know every day. It's like a natural. It's an everyday occurrence. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, all over the place. That's what it seems like to me. You know. Yeah, it's so hard. It's, it's probably not like that. You know, the 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 realistic. You know, the reality of it's probably not like that. I'm sure it's just obviously you know the stories about what happens there. Probably do take place, but it's not as much as you think. I, it's hard to say. Who knows? Yeah, you know, we don't know. We're not, I'm not there. I'm not. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have the pulse of the country. But I guess. I guess the thing that's that's good about it is that the a, the stories a, shouldn't necessarily define. I think it's. The a, town. I, I think Mexico gets a bad rap. I, that's what I'm I, agree. I, I agree. I totally do. Because I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously, I've been a Cabo, but it, I mean, it's not exactly. I mean, it is Mexico, but it's an Americanized version of Mexico. But mm-hmm. you know, rockets are in the places of Mexico and. He's had a good time. Oh, Mexico's yeah. a good place. I love Mexico. It's yeah. a beautiful country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Beautiful people. And you can, if you want, go have a really good Mexican time back in the, you know, if you, if you want to get away from the Americanized versions. If you want to get back and have some, uh, you know, two-cent tacos, you can do that. Good stuff. So best. So some, I love uh, tacos. Let's just oh, talk about tacos. I know, let's just do that. Uh, actually, if you, actually, let's get off the heavy stuff. Yeah, can, yeah. Uh, we need to switch gears here because people have been asking, and this has been going on for a couple of weeks, and it hasn't been brought up. What What is the uh, cat situation? Uh, so Eric, just so you know, Kieran is. Uh, oh, you are aware about his no, cats. I had to I'm tell. Aware. I've seen pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what's the cat? What's the cat update? How how are they doing? Do people people know about the cats? Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, no, there's, uh, there's Gino Smith, uh, 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 a female cat with a male name, gave birth to cats to three kittens. Three kittens. One name. One one of the cats' names is Bubba Watson. The other one's Ricky Fowler and George Clooney. Two golfers and George Clooney. George Clooney. Okay, and uh, probably a golfer. The uh, the I love all the kittens; they're really great. Sure, but the one I love the most is Bubba Watson because he's a fluffy white cat. Aww, and he follows me like a dog. <laughs> so now, what's but now? I, if I understand correctly, your your, your parents are taking a cat. Uh, yeah, we're so, we're gonna fly two of them out there for the folks. Really? Yeah. Two. Wow. My mom wants two of them. She likes them. So two I, feral bird cats she, are flying she, first class she, she, to Arizona. She, she wants Bubba Watson and Ricky Fowler. How do you fly a cat? Which is a... Well, it's actually really expensive. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? You can actually say, how do you fly a Kieran McCann? It's the it's, same thing. It's, it's, just, it's <laughs> like... It, um, let's see. It's, it's, playing, it's paying for a, a, f- a full plane ticket and yeah. then... It's like a plane ticket and a half. Yeah, it's a plane ticket and then it's like extra for some reason. It's a plane ticket and a half. It's like it's like say you pay four. They're not even taking up a seat. I know it's retarded. They go underneath the seat. You have to actually carry them on the plane. Oh, they go under the seat. Yeah, they go under the seat in like a little. It is a little silly. Like you don't have to like you're not giving them drinks or anything. They're just there. And yet they're a seat and extra. Well, maybe that's what it is because you can't make money off of them because they're not buying drinks and they're not buying food. It's even worse. It's even worse for like like JetBlue. If you were to take, if you were flying JetBlue and you were taking two little kittens, hmm. you have to buy a whole nother seat. Right. You have to buy an entire nother seat. You have to buy two plane tickets. Yeah. Because you have to put them both underneath. So one could go under yours and then the next seat. Next you can go seat. underneath the empty seat. Seriously? Yep. Yeah. Honestly. It's, it's kittens. They're kittens. 
They can go, and you can't, you can't, you can't cut, double them up. You can't double them up in one little kitten compartment yeah. thing. That's ridiculous. Fucking retarded. And normally I'd be like, yeah, you shouldn't have, but that's so tiny. Like they could both fit in one uh, cat carrier, that, but they won't let you. I tell you what, the one thing I am a colossal pussy when it comes to is animals. I love animals. I am a real sucker for animals. Yeah. And that's why that's I'm okay. In, that's why I'm in the predicament that <laughs> I'm in. Someone just wrote, just super glue them. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's Schnikey's coming in from the chat room. Yeah, that's, that's good shit. <laughs> just super glue wow. together. Yeah, he's a Siamese twins cats something. That's some Mengele stuff right there. <laughs> oh, well, Eric, it was a, uh, a pleasure having you on the yeah, program. Yeah, this is great. Oh, a little handshake on air. Yeah. Look at this. It's all serious. It's all real. Kieran's going to, like, cry now. This is, like, you know, it's a, a long, big moment for him. Long time coming. I think the last time I actually spoke to him on the radio was was uh, when he, the day before you were doing Letterman. I talked to you on that my morning show. Yeah, wow. yeah, it was the day before. I remember that. I was Actually, it was the, the day street. of. The day of your taping. It was the Thursday, I think. I remember walking down the street. I remember. And having really bad reception. I'm a real fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I remember walking down the street and having really bad reception. Yeah. And uh, we kept getting cut off. It's interesting radio right now. Imagine the day, Karen, you're on uh, David Letterman. Huh? I'd be great with Dave on the panel. Oh, would you? Yeah. yeah. He's like, so what's new with you? Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a fucking shit? Yeah, exactly. Because that's that, that would work, right? I think you'd do a fine job. Yeah. I'd be oh, great. that's nice. It'd be great. Yeah. Rock, if we were sitting on the panel, I'd be the one closest to Dave. Yeah, Ooh. but he'd be talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, pardon me. <laughs> he'd just push me to the <laughs> side. Like, I just pissed my pants. I'm sorry. I can't Karen, talk right now. Karen would be tipping on the David Letterman yeah. show. Like, Dave, you got a shitter in this place? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, no, so, David, shit is full. I was thinking, I was thinking, maybe something that could be fun um, is we could do a show where we just get incredibly high, yes. and just see what happens. Ooh, ooh! I like what I like where your head's at. I like yeah, where your head's at. Let's ooh. do that. We got a late call. That'll be our next show. All right, call. You're on the air. What's your name? Where you're from? Hey, hey. That's a hell of a name. It's Ben here. It's Ben here, and I'm, I'm dying that Karen thinks he belongs on uh, Letterman. Uh, sorry, I just tuned in. And, uh, I, uh, what, what planet are you on, Karen? Just because your cousin's a big rock star sitting next to you there, you think you, you deserve to be on Letterman? I belong on Letterman Ben Sparks. Oh, it's Ben Sparks. What up, Ben? Yes. <laughs> That's it. Sorry, you know, the... the, the uh, it was a brutal month for me with all that shit that went on in Boston. That's why, you know, I know we've, we've, uh, talked about getting Mark and, and, and Rick and the whole crew to, together to spill all the beans at some point. But, uh, as, uh, and I heard, I heard you guys mention me that, you know, after it happened and, uh, and I, and Karen's, uh, <laughs> Karen's call to Mark sounded great. Now Mark was ready. Mark had his door wide open, ready for that motherfucker. <laughs> that shit. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> He called me, he goes, listen, he goes, I hope that this motherfucker comes to Brookline. So the funny thing about Mark is, Mark was a very nice neighborhood. You would never know it by talking to him, but Mark, Mark was in a beautiful house, a beautiful neighborhood. And our friend John Blake, who's way up in the uh, BPD, Mark had called him and was like, John, if you need help, I'd gladly come. Was, I get a call from Blake. He goes, you got to tell Mark to come the fuck down. He's, he's locked and loaded. <laughs> ben. He's loaded with the gun. He's loaded, you know, on booze and weed. So it's like, so, but I, I just, uh, 
I was, I was dying with this Letterman thing. I want you to Oh, I know. I love how Karen thinks he could just, he could just, you know, roll around with you know, Letterman. Just well, like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's no big deal. Eric and I were talking off mic, and I, you know, I might actually play the uh, symbols next time they go on tour. So. I think it was the triangle. The triangle, yes. yeah, yeah, the triangle. Yeah. There's only a. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Sure the record label will love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Your brother's been on. I mean, cousins been on Letterman. They, they're a good band. And they got a huge hit. And, and uh, why would you uh, ruin that, Karen? I, I think I would. I would just enhance. Uh, yeah, it's it's a matter of enhancement. It's not enhancement. <laughs> Karen will have a drumstick in one hand and his dip cup in the other. <laughs> and you know what? To throw a little frosting on the cake, I might gain another 30 pounds. Why not? I'll be the fat guy on stage. Every band needs a fat guy on stage. Uh, All right, Ben Sparks, I love you. Yeah, we love you too. And, uh, uh, and uh, watch out for Mark. He's on the loose again with the machine gun. So, oh, that's... Uh, all right. I hope he stays safe. All right, there you right go. Later, Ben has a friend uh, named Cycle Mark in Boston. He was actually looking to kill the two marathon bomber guys. Ah, yeah. So it's you know it's a crazy wild thing. Ben used to actually produce a major radio show in the country. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He was the executive producer. We gotta get him back in here. Soon. <laughs> yeah, he really do. Yeah, the Opie and Anthony show used to. Oh, really? Produce, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I love it though because it's great because I could They're just totally all... see Ben like was just listening and then as soon as you said, yeah, I could be sitting next to David Blunt he wasn't went, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> no, he just didn't say that. He's, he's oh. six beers deep going, fuck this dickhead. Fuck him. Yeah, I gotta blow up his spot. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Eric, we are Augustine's. The second album's coming out sometime. I won't. I know. I actually know when it is. I have inside info, but I'm not going to say anything. Ooh. See that? That's that's, that's control that's, right there. That's the cousin that's thing. Control. Yep. Cousins. I'm not even telling that, you. Right. No, that's just you paranoid. <laughs> I'm not blowing up my spot. I got a connection now. <laughs> a connection. Uh, whatever. One step closer to Letterman. That's Can, all you care about. He's going to join us on the Hotties of the Week thing. I think. Uh, that's what? that's SB thing. SB six. Is this going to get me in trouble? you got to play it, though. Nah. No. You yeah. just got to pick a chick who... Well, you can pick your wife if you want. <laughs> it, what is it? What is I'll it? explain it to you break, in a break, second. What are the I words? don't have SB6. You do. You got it. I'm actually... I've been uh, looking uh, at this photo. Is that body paint? Or is that an actual... Yeah, that's body paint. Yeah. Yeah, you can see we're like... No. Uh, you don't have it? All right, fuck it. We'll just play, just play a We Are Augustine song. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get out of here on that one. We don't have to do eyes in a week. Do I have SB6? We do have drunk calls, but they're all from the same asshole. Yeah, we didn't even talk about, like, anything else no. on this show. We just did. We, well, it was kind of a messed up show. That's all right. I think I think uh, Eric did a good job. I think we had some fun times reconnecting, you know? Fun times were had. Yeah, we had some good times. Yeah, Eric's off to Panama tomorrow. Kind of vacation. Like a rock star. Like a rock star does. He's just going down there. He doesn't even have a hotel, I don't think. Nope. He's just going down. I'll take a flight and just go. Good for you. It's the way to do it. Billy's traveling on his motorcycle. Just traveling. What's Rob doing? Anything? Rob is traveling as well. He's traveling across the country. I'm getting text messages. Hear that? Mm -hmm. um, he's traveling across the country. Uh, is that your label Seattle going, bound. what the hell are you doing on that show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> you know what? We're going to find another bass player. <laughs> it's a PR person. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll play in our drunk calls. Fuck that noise. No, we got a really. All right. I just want to play Yo, Karen, yes. what's up? How's your pussy going? And I don't mean Steph, I mean your cats. 
That's all I wanted to do. All right. Is that all for the drunk calls? On that, this was, week? that was all we needed. All right. Was that's, that you? That's, yeah, Simon and I, that was my buddy Simon. Him and I went out Saturday night. We had a fucking ball of a time. and We had this thing called the drunk call hotline when people would get hammered and are at a bar. You know, instead of calling their boyfriends, girlfriends, moms and dads, husbands or wives, instead of embarrassing himself with a late night drunk call, they call us and we just replay them on the show. I mean, make fun of them. That sounds much less embarrassing. <laughs> it's less embarrassing when you call a radio show. Yeah. Because you really don't know the guys, you know? Anonymity. All right, Rock. Play a uh, We Are Augustine song and we'll get out of here on that one, all right? How about, what do you want? What do you want? What's that? What do you want as far as uh, We Are Augustine songs? Oh, it's up to me? Yeah. Let's, let's, oh, me shit. Um, well. No, no. Go, go to your uh, thing. Yeah. Depends on what you got. Well, I think we got the whole album here in front of us. Look at that. What do we got? Uh, Barrels of Leaves? <laughs> yeah, that's a good slow one. <laughs> yeah, do a people. slow one to end it off. Yeah. <laughs> Great idea. How about uh, new How about- drinks for an old drunk? That or Book of James. Your choice. Let's go Book of James because I think I played new drinks for an old drunk on, on the uh, in one of the breaks. All right, we'll do that one, and we'll say goodbye to Eric and you folks on the LunaticRadio.com show. It's been an interesting show. Good luck in Panama. Thank you for having me, Yeah, have fun. And we'll do the marijuana show. That's next. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Peace. Sleeps.